While the guardsmen clash with his undead, Melsifer decides to reinforce his forces by unleashing a flock of really confused but potentially deadly chickens. The rose hedges get torn asunder as the living battle the dead, but eventually the brave guardsmen are overwhelmed. As a few manage to flee, the zombies start gorging on their fallen comrades. The roses will be well fed on the blood of the slaughtered. With the immediate threat over, Melsifer awakens more dead to swell his ranks, before heading to town where he finds the rest of the Corville contingent. He also sees Therin talking with them and what few guards survived the battle. Melsifer quickly returns home to rally the dead, to deliver his wrath unto the house of Corville, who so brazenly trespass on his land. As he is mustering his unholy forces, a confused Therin arrives trying to discover the truth. And when Melsifer reveals what happened, he is horrified. But Melsifer allows him to leave alive, but lets him know that the mercy he shows is in memory of their now shattered friendship. When Melsifer arrives in town, he finds the remnants of House Corville had fled into the night. With no blood to spill, he instead rallies the old blood flowing in the veins of his people. He informs them that too long they have lived under the heel of their oppressors, and that their latest insult from House Corville was the last they will suffer. The time has come for war. He bestows the mark of servitude on the most loyal of his people, but need to replenish his life force before he can do more. Every war needs supplies, so in the quiet night, Melsifer rides out with his minions to harvest the living for their body and souls. He rides all the way to Gator Beach, leaving slaughter in his wake. Upon his arrival, he finds that the people of Gator Beach had fed the necromancer to the beasts of the swamp. Enraged, Melsifer slaughters them all. With his fury spent, he returns to Winter's Hold and readies himself for the inevitable retaliation from Pinespur. How far will the dark uprising spread? Who will Pinespur send to their deaths next? What has become of little Jimmy? Let's find out now on Dicing with Death. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dicing with Death. How's it going, Ryan? Hello. Good morning. How are we all doing today? Awake. And yes, we are back with that cam lag. Oh, isn't it just, uh, mm. isn't it just delicious? Mm-hmm. We either need coffee grinding or cam lag in one of our episodes, you know? I think we'll just have to settle for crunching. Mm. Even better. Mm. Mm, that, that production value. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how are we all doing this fine uh, winter morning? It's a good morning, I think. How about you? Doing well. Doing well. Yeah. Um, Anything yeah, fancy ready. that we need to know about in your life? I don't think so. We had a pre-show. We chitted the chat. Wonderful. Um, uh, it's not like we've had any big world-shattering uh, D&D sessions happen recently. 
So I think we can just uh, jump right on into our casual Thursday uh, necromancy. Yeah. Excellent. Well, let's take a look at our new map, courtesy of Thomas G. Newman on Twitter. That's at Thomas G. Newman. Um, here is the second. Should you really be giving that out? He's been getting a. He's going to be getting a bunch of tweets now that are like, "You, you got the." Got the parlor wrong. You gotta credit your artists, man. You gotta credit yeah. them. I just, uh, I just. Yeah. So this is the first floor of Malcifer's house. You would enter through here. Here's this parlor we're always talking about. Um, here's like a, I think this is a coat room or something. I'm not sure. Here's a great hall. Here's a kitchen. This is a, I'm not sure what everything is. It's a house. It's a great <laughs> house, right? We'll here's explore this. as we go along. Yeah, here's our second floor of the house. Here's the tower access on the second floor. Perfect. Anyway. Should we draw in where the... Uh, um, where the entrance to the cellar is? Yes, that is a key thing. We've, all, we've already got the... Uh, Sigil of Osmodan uh, etched in on the front lawn. Osmodan? That's what that thing's called, right? The five-pointed star inverted. Oh, uh, isn't that just a star? I don't know. No, nah, that's some satanic shit or something. Okay. Chat, 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 will, chat can correct us. Perfect. I don't remember what that is. Is that where I stampeded out some ritual? Oh, yeah, that's where we sacrificed some chickens mm-hmm. last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think the cellar entrance is on the right side of our perspective of the building. So like over here somewhere is what I was imagining. I should be honest, I was imagining it in the front, but we can put it on the side. No, I remember think there it was... was off. Remember there was that oak tree that fell into the side of the house, and that disturbance like uncovered the cellar right that had been sealed up. So I, I think it's it's either on the I mean it's. Um, Let's see. It would either be I, like a, I was imagining like a set of like trapped, like a tornado shelter type setup, mm-hmm. either on this side of the house. Oh, hey, the cellar's already there. Look at that. Seriously? There's, a cell, there's some cellar doors oh, right that. here. Okay, so it's built underneath the house itself. Okay, yeah. yeah, perfect. And so there's like a big old stump of an oak tree over on that side of the house. Yeah, and there's like some rose is on the you know running along this section too, and then there would have been like a stump over here, a purple stump. Let me get a real tree stump for us. <laughs> that attention to detail. Oh, that is a that is an ancient oak. Okay, there we go. Maybe a little more reasonable. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. It was just one of the branches that fell, right? We didn't chop down right. the whole tree, or did? Yes, the rest of the tree is standing, but yeah. I'm just going to put a stump instead of a tree because I don't want it to block the beautiful house. Yeah, and you can uh, move about underneath its boughs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, perfect. So, uh, perfect. So here we are. Our, uh, villain, Malcifer uh just hit level four and has some uh new new powers i think we need to discuss right oh yeah yeah um 
I'm seeing. Seeing what? What am I seeing? I'm seeing uh, (laughs) clairvoyance, corpse whisper, create shade, and spiritual weapons. Mm. Now added to my uh, list of growing uh, forbidden powers. Mm -hmm. Um, Hmm. Where did we last leave off? Did we get back to Winter's Reach after... We just had the big battle, right? And then we raised them back. Let me check my spreadsheet, see where we're at. So let's... I mean, is there anything you want to tell me about these? I, I assume I'm uh, uncovering more... Uh, notes or I mean I think last time you had noted that you wanted to qualify clairvoyance and corpse whisper yeah and I think the way I want to qualify and... it is um, within sight so similar to like possession allows you to take control of the body but you have to touch it clairvoyance and corpse whisper allow you to see or speak through an undead um, that you have had shit I mean so it costs years and HP. Mm-hmm. Are you, maybe that's something that can't be done at a distance? Is that what you're saying? Like, you've got a... Hmm. Like, you don't have any duration or anything listed here, right? Right, Is it like right. a ritual where you link yourself with the, uh, the particular undead and you can, like, send them off? How did you intend for this to go down mechanically? Me- is this, like, you taking... Con- like, is, would this be, like, me taking control of a zombie to... So, in my mind, I wanted an way for like a necromancer to be able to send an undead emissary to like go talk with people or to speak through their undead from a distance and Mm -hmm. so I just jotted that down as an idea but when we have a system where you don't automatically know the position of all of your undead and you can't control them from a distance uh, it's difficult to figure a way to cast on creatures out of sight um, so maybe they have to be marked ahead of time. Maybe clairvoyance and corpse whisper can be cast on the undead when they're raised. And then that allows you to see through their eyes at any time, period. Okay. Or like a mark that you put on them, uh, you know, afterwards. I think it's I think it's something along the lines of you mark these creatures and then you can go into a state to to see and talk through them. How's that work for you? Um, good. It still feels very vague. Um, so I think maybe we can have you introduce a way to use this in narrative or something and we can start there. Like a particular ritual maybe that I find, whether it's for like casting a spell on a particular undead. Mm-hmm. or I don't know. We'll think about that. Um, mm-hmm. And and then uh, spiritual weapon is one that I'm pretty yes. interested in, and I think immediately I need to I want to go out and get some uh, suitable weapons made. It doesn't take any damage; it takes years, right? But it's it yes. doesn't do any HP worth of damage. Yes. And how long will that link last? One round per year of your life drained. Okay. Yeah. So it's not I can't prep a bunch of spiritual weapons ahead of time. No, you cast it at the moment and then wield it. Maybe one year per round. One round is a little bit tough. Maybe it should be one year for two rounds. 
We can. We can. Oh, no, we'll see. Yeah, we can. We'll, we can we'll shoot pass. off a few spiritual weapons and see how they work. Mm-hmm. And then the create shade, which I'm probably. I mean, I've already got that shade in my basement that I haven't even bothered to play with. Now that I have clairvoyance and corpse whisper, that may that may be the, the a useful, more useful tool. Yes. Oh, and I always had the uh, possession thing, right? Where you can like give up your own body and control your undead directly. Yes, but you do have to touch them to possess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the one thing that's important to note about shades, or maybe not the one thing, but uh, shades are mostly transparent with a very slight red illumination. The blood gives the shade just enough projection in the material world that they can see and be seen. Shades have one HP for each year of the life of the caster sacrificed. Uh, and direct sunlight renders a shade invisible, but will blind them and physically harm them as well. Uh, again, harm has not been... harm mean? It will is not kill detailed, them or is it but just it'll, them? it will do damage. So I don't know can what they, the rate they, of damage is. Are they ethereal or whatever? Can they pass through? They are ethereal. Yes. Okay. So in the sunlight, they would just go into the earth or something, right? Uh, they probably couldn't go into the darkness. earth. They would have to like move through. Something Why couldn't they go or... through the earth? Does, you're saying like does organic matter stop them? Is that something you wanted it to be? Uh, no, no, inorganic matter is impassable in the ethereal plane. Organic matter is passable. So they can go into the earth. Or is there? No, earth is enough, inorganic. Or, the earth is there's enough inorganic and in okay. Yeah. Where do you draw the line, man? It's alive. There's fungus Dude. in the soil. Dude, I. It's everywhere. Those right. questions are too real for me right now, man. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, we'll simplify things for the purpose of this uh, simulated universe. Thank you. Thank you. Um, cool. So how much time do we have? Can we put ourselves back into uh, into game for a second and reca- remind for me where, where we are? We just had a recap. Didn't you listen? Uh, only only kind of. Okay. I mean, I know it happened last week, but where... where... I think we're in your house, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right, so so, loud, so the two spear came from Pine Spur, trespassed mm-hmm. on my land, and then broke themselves upon the... Uh, upon the uh, roses of Winter's Reach. Mm-hmm. And I have 17 zombies on my spreadsheet right now, so I'm assuming there uh, we've we've processed all of those. Uh, I believe so. Yes, you had the zombies, the zombies uh, eat the flesh off the bones of some, and you raised some as skeletons and some as zombies. I don't think I, I think I raised them all as zombies from the looks okay. of things. Seven skeletons, two skeleton warriors, and. Uh, 17 zombies. Where were the skeleton war? Oh, the skeleton warriors were the two knights. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. So this is all, this is all several days after the battle, right? Mm-hmm. Where I was doing work around Winter's Reach. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like also in that time I managed to do some reading. Is that what you're thinking goes along with the level up? Or do I have an epiphany? How does, how does all that work? Uh, I think there is a couple of things that happen. I think you learn some things from book. Um, mm-hmm. And then some things you learn on your own. So the shade is mentioned in your book. Well, I... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
because that's been made already. That's sitting around. That's sitting in the basement. And so I think we can explore the shade directly. Like at some point, Mousefur mm-hmm. goes into the basement and takes a look at the shade, and we can try to. Because I, I had neglected to try and take control over it. Right. For fear of repercussions, getting possessed or something. But I think as I've grown in power and maybe done some uh, more study here over the years, mm-hmm. I'm more comfortable with that. So is that where we want to jump right now? Yes. Yeah, let's go take a look at that shade. Do I, I need to make a willpower check to attempt to... Overpower to... Overpower its previous yes. owner or something? To wrestle control from its former owner, or to exert your own control over the undead. Yeah, and at this point, the cellar is empty, right? It is. It, it probably covers most of the footprint of the house, right? It was basically mm-hmm. like a basement that was poured, was poured into the found, original foundation. Or maybe uh... it's... I think it's dug under. I don't know. How do dug old under, houses there... use for foundations? Because they didn't have, like, poured concrete. So... No, I think you would I think you would probably use stone. I don't know enough about architecture to, grab. to yeah. answer this question. Or do we have an expert on medieval architecture in chat? Rob, are you here? Rob? I would think, I would think it would be a stone foundation. I think you would probably take stones and... Hmm. I don't know, man. It... I don't know. Is that a basement map? What is this that? This is the basement map I'm bringing up for us. Oh, there's a basement map? There's a basement map, Ryan. So right now, there's not the throngs of undead that we're usually here, right? Those, I think, are just... They, they've got free reign of the, uh, of the ground. Of the town, right? Because they're... The town. Got yeah, they're zombies actually, patrolling zombies, the woods. The zombies are patrolling the woods, yeah. Yes. Skeletons I probably have on site for, uh... Oh, no. More... Um, yeah, this is correct, actually. More arcane sigils. Forbidden magics. Yes. So, uh, this is clearly your basement. You enter from here, mm-hmm. and, uh, here's the big scary room, and here's the initial room, and the then this is the your regular to... cellar. I think they're flipped. The regular cellar is... you. You enter into off the side of the house. You can put this. No, 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 because this is the right over here is the entrance to your. Yeah, and the first thing you enter is a ordinary. No. It was just a small room with like a single table slab. Yeah, that's one right here. You enter into here. Okay. And here's your table. Okay. And the, yeah. the shade circle was in the second chamber, wasn't it? Right, which is through here. What's this off to the... Oh, there's a regular cellar from inside of the house. Yeah. I see, I see. So, where's the entrance? It would be... Oh, Oh, right here. There it is. That looks like it's the entrance from the kitchen. They don't... I don't think they line up in the layers very Mm -hmm. well, but that's the uh, intent. Yeah. And then this little nook off here is the... uh, that's the Ladder. stairway. Yeah. yeah. And there's three tables. Okay, yeah, this actually looks pretty. Okay, cool. Perfect. Mask and Jacket is an expert on medieval architecture. So tell us, Mask and Jacket, because <laughs> we're definitely believing you 100% on this. How, what did they do about foundations? Did they even have them? Did you just build your house on dirt? And then when the earthquake knocks it down, you just build a new one. I think that's how it Some went, of those man. castles have stood for centuries, though. Well, yeah, but they're in, like, in England, where there's no earthquakes, you know? 
If there were castles on the west coast of the United States, they would all have been destroyed by now. They have. <laughs> there were. <laughs> they're they're fighting tooth and nail to keep those old like Spanish missions standing, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> they just keep falling down. That's <laughs> <laughs> what happens when you make your buildings out of mud. <laughs> just all get right. a bunch of mud and let it dry, and that's our house. Let's build it right in the area where all the earthquakes happen. Fantastic. All right. All right. Okay, Chad, if you this. sort this out, let us know uh, what, what you decide. Yeah. Give us a summary, the cliff notes, when you're done. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool, cool. So we are in this uh, ritual circle, right? There's a shade in the back somewhere, right? Yes. So, uh, I mean, that's for one of these afternoons, you know, he's taking, takes a break from uh, zombie carving or whatever he's been doing. Mm-hmm. To, uh... So it's easier to clean up if you just do that on the lawn, right? Rather than down here in your murder basement. Yeah, it's way easier to, well, it's not easier to clean up on the lawn because then there's just going to be blood all over the grass until it rains again. No, but, uh, where do we, hmm. I don't know. Actually, we probably—I probably have been doing all the butchery down here. I would guess, right? Mm-hmm. I think Mousefur does that. Does that his own, his, himself? He doesn't have anyone he trusts enough. Yeah, that. I think you butcher down there. Gloves. So all of the bodies would have been brought down here, turned into zombies over the course of the the days. Yes. Um, and at some point, Mousefur worked under the shade and attempts to command it. You shade, <laughs> what are you looking at? What have you been looking at? Who are you? Um, and then do I get to roll like a willpower check to? Yes, it's gonna be one d twenty plus your willpower plus twice your level, and it's opposed by the same thing of the shade. Is there a way to do modifiers in? And that's like to add my willpower mm. to my level. Twice yes, my if level you go to plus... your character sheet on the second page of it. Uh, on the the combat tab, you'll notice that there's under saving yeah, throws, there's a new save or spell <laughs> button, um, which will yeah. even you know question what you want to roll with it. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, so you roll under a thirty-eight, which is, is oh the new the one that says new save versus spell. Yeah, I don't know what to call it. So for now, okay, it's just called uh, new save or spell. It says input value opposed by. So yeah, I'm so you're making power. You yeah yeah. There you go. Oh, and then it takes twice my level and adds. Okay, and that's what the eight is. It's twice my level. Okay. Yeah. Wasting all those good rolls on the on the necromancy when I really should be saving them for my uh, critical hits. Mm-hmm. There's no uh, chance that that my forebears thought ahead and made this uh, bardish out of something once living. No, no. I couldn't miss that. Bardish was not made from something living. You might have to make your own. What if the iron in the Bardish was made from iron extracted from the blood of uh, Mm. thousands of people? Yes. You just like boil all this blood and slowly collect iron down Mm -hmm. in the base of it. And then how much iron would you need? A lot of people. I I am probably qualified to do that math, but I don't think I, uh, I want to right now. That's not something that uh, that could have happened in uh, in the history of this so, of this blade, or is it that something I would need to do? 
Males have an average of about four grams of iron in their body. That's, I think, throughout the whole body, not just the blood. But let's pretend it's just in the blood. How many grams to the pound? Where would you go Five, grams to four. pounds? Grams are a perfectly reasonable unit of measurement. And well, because totally I know that there's four, three pounds of metal in a bar dish. So I'm trying to figure out how many grams okay. that is. So three pounds. So you need 13,000 grams of iron to make, uh, to make a weapon. Uh, and if we divide that by four, that's 325 bodies that you need to exsanguate? Exsanguate? How do you pronounce that word? Exsemonate? No. We're taking all the iron. What? Um, so that's actually not... That, that's assuming 100% efficiency, right? You can collect every gram of iron in, in a body. Mm-hmm. But, uh... All right. Well, that's, that's enough of that, I think. Because we're not doing that right now. You're not gathering hundreds and hundreds of people to murder them and boil them. You know. I'll think about it. Yeah, we'll do no. it later. <laughs> Put it added to, added to the to-do list. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So, the shade. Shade. I think it's, my, I think it's mine, right? It comes when I beckon, when I say, you shade, come over here. Mm-hmm. What are you staring at? What's your name? But I, I, I don't think it answers. It's not intelligent, right? But it at least answers my beck and call. Mm-hmm. And this uh, one so has, has a recognizable face, right? This, yeah. this is the tortured soul of some poor sacrifice. Did I recognize the face? Was that a thing? Yes, the face I... looked familiar to you. Can I roll something? Uh, no. Try all that it or... Did it look familiar? Yeah. Go ahead and uh, give me a, a charisma check to recognize the shade. Yeah. No modifiers. It's pretty convenient to click on the character sheet and yeah. let your uh, your rigged character sheet use up all my d20s before I get to combat. <laughs> uh, yeah, this looks like a tapestry of... Um, what do you call it? Uh, portrait. It's grandma. Yeah, a, a portrait that you've seen this hanging is... in the house. It's not actually of your grandmother. There's one of like your family, like a couple of prominent family members, and then some servants lined up behind them as if it's like a picture of the whole household staff. And this looks like one of the servants in that tapestry painting that you mm-hmm. have hanging. This mm-hmm. looks like the, the head butler of your grandmother. from that painting. I'm sure she got a new head butler after she did this to him. Yeah. Go upstairs. And I, uh... Go to, yeah. Shoot. But I, like, shoot her, like, through the wall upstairs, and she'll probably just Mm -hmm. creep out the servants if they happen to bump into her. I'll, I'll take care of that later. But I think with clairvoyance and corpse whisper, 
shades become pretty useful. I mean, I guess they're, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I would have done with that if I had possessed her at a lower level, though. I guess I could have possessed her instead. I think possession would have been the option. Is that yeah. what you imagined I would do with it? Mm -hmm. should, yeah. Yeah. But you don't have to play with every tool in the box, you know? <laughs> sure, sure. Um, then I think we, so you, you probably remove the entrails from zombies before you, right? I think a Preserve good, uh, I think a good necromancer would do that. Uh, an eager new necromancer might just raise them directly and leave the guts inside. Well, I raise them, but you, I mean, you can modify them once they're raised, right? You can cut them you open while they're standing and, there and just rip yeah. their stuff out. And, and I believe up. I now do have, I gained an extra proficiency, I think, and that was embalming. Right. So I think it's perfectly reasonable to say that, you know, I disembowel these, uh, the soldiers. So methodically, 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 yeah, you know, wearing the proper personal protective equipment, gloves and an apron and a big old thing over my face, breathe any of the zombie fumes, get them, yeah. So while you're down here working on raping open zombies and taking out their guts, uh, there comes a rapping on your cellar door. Just a minute. I, like, will put my uh, stuff down and come uh, come a running. Um, so the clairvoyance ability is not something that I would be able to use that it like I could. Is this, is it meant to be semi permanent? Like, could I use the shade to see who's uh, who's knocking at the door. I mean, not that I set that up in advance, but moving forward, is that what you imagine? You could possess the shade and have it, like, move around and see who's knocking from a different angle, yeah. Mm -hmm. But at this point, the shade's upstairs, so I just go, I go climbing up the ladder, um, assuming that it's one of my servants. But the voice, did, did it, was there a voice on the other side? Nope, it was just a knocking. Yeah, I come climbing up the ladder. Who is it? <clears throat> lord Rosegrove answers, it's yeah. me, my lord. You have a visitor. Oh. Lady Lilith has come calling. Mm. I nod and enter the house. So let's go up to the uh, first floor, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I emerge from my basement, dusty. Maybe a few stray blood splatters. Yeah. You find Lady Lilith. Um, uh, well, I guess I would enter through the back in through the front door. Mm -hmm. And there's a porch, right? Mm-hmm. There should be a porch here. I forgot about that, yeah. Be like a little... Which I think is just like a, some steps, right? Mm -hmm. Out front. And maybe like a railing to lean against. Something like that. And it's purple, uh, of course. Of course. What isn't purple? You find Lady Lilith in the parlor. She seems mm -hmm. very at home here. Uh, she's been through this house so many times recently that, you know, she's already sitting comfortably in a chair, and Tomas has a, her a cup of tea and a bagel that she's munching on. Uh, and when you approach, she sets it down on a side table and stands up, giving you a polite bow. Who is the, this? Is it a servant? Wait, no, this, this is Lady is... Lilith. She's bowing to me? Does bow? she? Yeah, she's... Bow, she, okay. When you walk into I the room, she's, she's a servant, you know? She's a lower... She's not a, she's not a servant. She's, uh... 
Well, I don't know. Lady Lilith. I am checking my spreadsheet to see if she has been, uh, she has been marked. Yes. Okay, so she is, she was not mauled to death by skeletons on her way to visit me. No. Good. (laughs) Ah. She comes over and goes down on one knee in front of you and drops her head near to the floor and says to you, uh, Lord Mousifer, things have changed and I no longer wish to be a gatherer in the woods. I have seen what it is that you are doing here and I, I want to be more involved. risks a glance up at your face to try and read it. What is your face saying? I think it's stern and expressionless. She'll quickly drop her head back down then. Thinking. Um, Nalcifer looks from Lilith to her wrist. I don't know if I can see where the, uh, where the mark was done, but. Uh, It's probably a little. Concealed up the rest, but I at least know it's there. Mm-hmm. Stand up. She um, rises. Uh, grab a uh, bushel of rosemary and follow me. So maybe she has to run into the kitchen, to, or just, or if she pulls it, or if she collects it from, clips from the, it from mm-hmm. rose groves. Yeah, she uh, hurries out to the back. I believe the rosemary bushes are in the back of the house, so mm-hmm. probably out here somewhere, also purple. Yeah, um, and I'll meet her outside and uh, take her to the cellar. Yes. Come into my cellar. <laughs> she heads down with wide eyes, not really sure what she's going to be seeing. And she sees uh, a murder basement full of uh, full of half-processed corpses Mm -hmm. that have actually been raised at this point, I think. They're probably easier to maneuver once I've, you know, it's probably probably the first thing we do is do the brain thing and then yeah, then deal with preservation. A little easier to uh, preserve when they can move on their own and hold themselves up. mm Mm-hmm. Nice. Does she balk at the sight of of the dead? No. She metaphorically rolls up her sleeves to get involved. Yeah, I uh, provide her with uh, with an apron and gloves. Or maybe she, yeah, I don't know if you can sew with gloves. And uh, walk her through the process of uh, disemboweling the zombies and probably stuffing their uh, cavities with uh, fresh rosemary mm-hmm. to uh, cover their stench. <laughs> and we go through the... Uh, a dozen or so. I think there's probably ten fresh corpses here that we go through the uh, embalming process with. Yes. Good to have an extra pair of hands. She it makes quite the assistant. She works quietly and quickly with surprising care. Her training as a 
physician. I think that's. Does she have a? Does she have a healing proficiency? She does have a healing proficiency. Uh, I think calling her a trained physician is maybe a little bit much. She probably has like half a healing proficiency, to be honest. Uh, but she knows what she's doing, and she's stuffed a few corpses with rosemary before, and she made some operational changes to Big Jimmy's I'm, wife, removing her yeah, lungs. I think so. I had requested her to be working on some kind of perfume, hadn't I? I don't remember if I did make that, or if I had just theorycrafted about it. I don't but recall she, getting that instruction. The idea was for her to apply her expertise to this uh, whole embalming process and come up with, with something to... Uh, Mm-hmm. Cover the stench. Mm-hmm. You know, ideally, we'll develop a way to like make these zombies, or at least I don't know if every zombie needs to be palatable, but right to cover up the stench and wrap it up so you can't see any exposed flesh, right? And have them be able to pass for just a uh, yeah for a for a human mm-hmm. or a living uh, breathing human as best as it can be done. <laughs> yes. Uh, more, more. Do you tell her that this is your intention? The countryside. Uh, I don't think so. I think we're pretty wordless, or at least when it's, it's like, hand me that scalpel. <laughs> Forceps. This, that, Blood bucket. You. Blood bucket. Oh, God. <laughs> she makes many a trip emptying Rose. the blood bucket to on the roses and bringing uh, it back down. Yeah. No, no, I think Malsifer treats her as a... Because she's probably going to be... Well, I don't know. Hmm. Malsifer treats her as a... I don't know, an apprentice or whatever. Right? As a, first, I, I don't know. Yeah. Like Rosegrove or Tomas can come grab the blood bucket. Mm-hmm. She, she's got uh, more useful skills, right? But better to have her stitching zombies than dumping blood buckets in the roses. Excellent. Or the pigs. Yes. So together, the two of you work quietly and quickly, uh, stuffing these corpses with rosemary, removing the lungs so they don't make weird groaning noises, if, if that's what you want. Oh, sometimes groaning can be effective, but I think for the particular, what we're talking about here, I think we just empty out the, the cavity of anything mm-hmm. unnecessary for the magic, right? Mm-hmm. All the guts come out, just leaving the bones and the flesh as a structure to hold the body together. And the muscles, right? Mm-hmm. I have a question for you. Can you apply unholy strength to undead? No, they have to be willing. Uh, okay. Also, undead already have ridiculous okay. Okay. strength. Right. Yeah. Sweet. Um, And maybe eventually, I don't know if eventually I leave her to do this on her own, or, uh... Yeah, or if this is just that evening after we've wrapped up for the day. I would like to go find where that shade made it to. So I'll wander around my house and see where it, like... Because I just sent it upstairs out of the uh, out of the basement. It just, like, right. clipped through the wall and went and hung out in a closet, or maybe in the kitchen. Um, so I'll wander around and see if I can locate it. Maybe uh, I've got a terrified servant that's avoiding a room because he's standing there. Yes, uh, you find Tomas standing outside the kitchen, uh, in the in the the dining room, just sort of pacing back and forth. And when you walk is it, in, is it in there? I say as I brush past him, looking into the kitchen. He nods, very concerned. <laughs> She's staring at you, and I, I, yeah, brush past Tomas to the. Uh, to the shade. 
You find yes, you find it just standing in the middle of the kitchen doing literally yeah. nothing. Go haunt the tower, the spare the, the yeah, spare wing, and I point off to the you know to the old boarded up tower and it follows your pointing and just yeah, phases not the, it doesn't know walls. what the tower is, but I point to that corner of the house and uh-huh. and then I'll <laughs> I, and then I'll maybe go over there and go meet it there. Mm-hmm. And like sit it somewhere. What's in the tower? Was it just uh was there? An, was it on the second floor that there was a? The entrance is on the second floor. The bottom floor is sort of like a uh, what do we call it? Storage room for a bunch of crap. I think there were. Bo- I think it was like a library, right? This, there were a lot of secret books that, back there. Or were those on the second floor? Murder basement. I don't remember. I think it's mostly an abandoned tower at this point. No one's lived there in a long time, and a madman was locked in there, so some people say it's haunted. Guests don't like to sleep near it. Um. (laughs) Well, it's definitely haunted now. (laughs) Hmm. And I want to know about the clairvoyance thing. Well, actually, possession is probably what I want to do here take this thing for a fly. I could have done that ages ago, but I guess I never really had anything I wanted to spy on. But that only costs a year, right, to possess? Yes. Um, the one thing to remember with possession is if the you end the possession without the creature touching you, the creature dies. Mm-hmm. Right, so you possess it, cruise around, and then if you return and touch yourself, then it, yeah. But it's not like a familiar dying where you take cast or take damage or something. No, it just the magic holding it together is lost. To keep it around, you have to bring it back to you, right? Yeah, yeah. But if it's, let me see my uh, how am I doing on years? Oh. I'm pretty spent. 25 out of 43. Oh, you are low on years. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. So it probably doesn't make sense, but I I think I would want to use this to scout. Anyways. That's Um, fine. There's always more people to sacrifice. Yeah, we can spare one to take this... Uh, take the shade for a spin. So I meet it over in the tower, and I I reach out, and I touch the servant's, probably like the top of its head, awkwardly, Mm -hmm. and make eye contact. I think the shade has just been staring, right, blankly. Mm -hmm. This whole time, kind of creeping me out, certainly creeping Tomas out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I, like, move my head to get in front of its uh, its eyes, lock gaze, and I think... (laughs) I like Your, my vision's inverted and I'm suddenly staring at myself. And you slump to the that. floor. Your body hits the ground with a thud mm-hmm. uh, and just lays. Where are you? In the tower? Yeah, I think it's somewhere up in the tower. Okay. If I was smart, I would have set myself up a cushion to fall on or like a chair to lean into. But maybe I'm just in the, on that rug in the center there mm-hmm. as I like look down at my body and then up at the ceiling and they. Can I fly? Can I sh- no. fly? No. Now you can hover oh. off the ground a little bit, but you can't, like, gain serious altitude. Okay, but I can, like, walk through a second-story window and just, like... Plummet to the ground. Plummet yes. to the ground. And I think I'm not... I don't get fatigued, right? I can, like... Can I take off jogging towards the forest? 
the shade has a flat movement rate. I don't think it ex- it goes to jogging. I think it just okay, it just goes at movement rate twelve or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did the shade even get to the second floor? If it moves, oh no, because this is semi ethereal. So it yeah, I was assuming yeah. that it could just like pass through. I think it would have went to the first floor and maybe it can, I it can pass it through there. walls, but it can also stand on floors since it's only semi ethereal. A normal ethereal creature probably couldn't get to the second floor of a building if the whole building was wood, since it's all organic matter. Yeah. Um, but the 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 semi-ethereal creatures can interact with it selectively. Does it move its legs when it runs, or does it just no. sort of, like, hover? It doesn't even have legs. Like, you get the head, the head, shoulders, and upper body of a person, mm-hmm. and then at the lower down, it just sort of becomes misty. And the, the shape of a person is more like the outline of a person like if you had a a person covered in a plastic bag that you know was tight against your skin and then you Mm -hmm. just removed the person so it was just like a plastic bag in the shape of a person with like a little bit of misty water in there is what it would sort of look like will i find myself able to corpse whisper through a possessed creature is that more what you is that was that a function you had intended it was not but it seems like that would be the most set the uh, one of the most obvious ways to use it, right? I think that's fine. I think you can cast Corpse Whisper while you're possessing something. That's yeah. I'm, a, I'm okay it with that. Created some sort of spiritual link that you can feed that life force yeah. through. Let me sure. just make that note in our spells for future use. Cool. Um, so I'll spend a few hours passed out on the floor here, taking the uh, shade for a run. Or I guess just for a casual, it's casual glide. Through the woods. You're doing this at night. Uh, sure. Because during daylight, you'd be during, blinded by yeah, it. it's probably that evening. I've taken a rest from mm-hmm. processing corpses, and I uh, go for a fly through the woods. I was hoping that it could actually fly, and I could see from a vantage, so this is less useful. But, you know, there's the off chance that I picked the right night to uh, send a scout out. Or maybe there's always things to see in the woods. There's always something. Go I mean, at the very least, I'll see my zombie patrols right there. There's probably a dozen zombies with mm-hmm. orders to just wander around the woods and murder anyone that doesn't, that doesn't have a, that isn't marked. Yeah. Um, you if find I, the, a lot I probably of... worked. I probably worked on and nuanced the zombies' instructions as I've sent them out one by one. Like the first ones were just like wander around the woods and, and yeah and then do your zombo thing and mm-hmm. then from here on out it's like okay wander around the woods and subdue and drag to the orchard they don't even know the orchard subdue and I, that's more complicated zombies only no, have basic right. intelligence you need yeah. smarter creatures for that level of okay. work okay so uh so the zombies are just wandering around the woods then mm-hmm. do i see some of them or hear some you, oh, you you yeah. see them mm-hmm. um but you also see a lot of dead animals lying around like there's a deer that's just dead on the ground and there's a bunch of dead squirrels and, you know, like the zombies have killed everything. Any living creature that they've been able to come in contact with, they've ripped to shreds. And then when uh, scavengers come to eat them, the zombies then kill those that they wander across. So the zombies, kind of like are, are the zombies interested in the, in the dead animal? Like, do they eat deer or do they just kill them out of hatred of life? Do they need to eat? They do not need to eat. Where does they the will flesh go? compulsively does fill, eat. Does it just fill up in their bellies and leak out eventually? 
Yes. So I'll probably the the ones that I stuff with rosemary will probably need to be periodically like emptied. They'll be like vacuum cleaners, kind of like <laughs> the birds out of their cavity and stuff in some fresh fresh herbs to cover the stench. I guess. I mean, if you remove yep. the stomach, yeah, then the, the the things that they eat just like drop down into the rosemary and it slowly soaks it through. Ugh. All right. Okay. So this is good to know. That's good to know. I will have to uh, send my hunters further afield and uh, send someone to pick up all these, uh, to scavenge all these corpses, because at the very least, we can you know, feed them to the roses or something. Mm-hmm. You, can always, you can always use uh, good flesh. You can always use another corpse. <laughs> I can raise all of them as monster, monster zombies, right? Just zombified deers and... They hate grass, the zombified deers. They'll eat any plant they come across. <laughs> I really like the idea of just like zombie deers that com- compulsively eat everything living and don't care about you know, people, just all the plant matter. Um, and I will, so I'll spend a few hours. So should we go to the aerial map or are we planning on jumping back to the house in a minute? I uh, know we can go to whatever go map you'd like. Pretty quick. But just to get a lay of the land, um, see how far I can uh, ghost in a couple of hours. Is there any limit to the possession? Could I just like stay as? Could I like give up my life as mouse fur and just retire as a zombie? Your physical body will degrade and die. You'll starve and dehydrate eventually. But other than that, you can possess for as long as you want. Okay. Um, so at movement rate twelve, I can I can phase right through trees and difficult terrain. So it's just going to be like a steady twelve. Should translate to. Um, a couple of miles in a couple of hours, right? Moving right three 12. and a half miles per hour. Cool. So I probably get a couple good couple miles. So I probably pass the dead zone. I don't think the zombies are are wandering more than they're right. pretty slow, right? I don't think they're more than a couple miles out of Winter's Reach, just like doing laps. Mm-hmm. Um, in, so I probably go an hour out, circle around couple of hours and then go the hour back so in four hours you know i do a a patrol of the woods yep right nice little ghost walk do i see anything other than zombies and uh, their carnage at one point you do come across a, a small camp uh, there's a little tent a uh, fire that's gone out by now uh, and that's it yeah, just a, a single tent and a fire pit. I'll poke my poke the uh, shades ethereal head through the wall of the tent and see what's inside. Inside are two people snuggled together in a bedroll. Mm-hmm. Do I have dark vision as undead? Like, if I'm possessing an undead, do I get to see see you a sight? Have a, yeah, you have or, this sort of like low light vision, like um. Say. Uh, remember the infravision potion that you had in Dice in Frofro that sh- showed you heat outlines Spoilers, of people? Spoilers, jeez. So you can see the outlines of living things. Mm-hmm. Um, but Got like light vision, life vision? Yeah, uh, and that is sort of imposed dead, dead over vision. on top of this like low light vision. So you can sort of see your surroundings, but then living things stand out to you. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. Are they... Do they look like... Warrior, it's just a couple, right? Do they have weapons? Oh, yeah. There's two coaches? suits of armor and some weapons and some traveling supplies. Uh, really? The armor, it's just... It's leather armor, and there's short swords and... I'm sorry, spears and short bows. So they could be hunters, or they mm-hmm. could be rangers or scouts or... Who knows what? Do I see any sigils, or do they look like free swords, cell swords? What's the word? You see yeah. no sigils. Merc- mercenaries. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, once I've located that camp, I think I will go back to Malsifer. Okay. Um, beeline it back to my body. You arrive. <laughs> Some hours later. Mm-hmm. Uh, am I still passed out on the, was I unconscious on the floor or did one of the servants come and uh, hear the thump and come find me yes Lord Rosegrove um, Tomas and Lady what the fuck's her name Lilith as well mm-hmm. as your uh, what's her Clarice in the barn mm-hmm. no is that her name it wasn't Clarice it was Cassandra Kathy, it starts with a C. It definitely starts with a C. Um, I have to write down the chicken lady. Yes, the one who's Carrie. Carrie thank you. Yeah. Um, all four of them. The chicken, the chicken beef. All four of them are standing around your body, not sure what to do with it. And you can, you know, as the shade approaches, you can see that they've picked you up by your shoulders and legs, and they're trying to carry you into a bedroom. You can hear mm-hmm. uh, Lord Rosegrove saying. You shouldn't work so hard. Lord Winter overtaxes himself with the generosity of his soul. I probably, this is like the last thing I hear as I go. I think I, the shade would go colliding with the body and I just go right back into it. Tomas gives a shriek and drops your legs. Yeah. Uh, Carrie holds onto your shoulders as the shade touches Not you. Off of me. Malsifer grumbles as he like elbows the serpent's off and stands up. <laughs> Yeah, they, they back away, surprised as all hell. The shade just hovers uh, thank, right next to you. Thank you. Uh, you come with me. Then I take the shade with me as I march <laughs> off to uh, get ready for a uh, midnight ride. I, yeah. Thank you Excellent. for your uh, your service. I've got, uh, I, 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 I grumble as I... Bewildered, they, they stand back as you exit the room. Uh, mm-hmm. And after you're gone, you don't hear this, but... They, they have a short exchange where they're like, what the fuck was that? And yeah, yeah, of course. Well, you're not there, so we won't go over it, but yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. They'll, they'll, maybe there will be rumors that Lord Winter is prone to uh, fits. Hmm. I guess, well, we'll see. Yes, he has a... What's the necromancy version Episodes. of narcolepsy? It's necrolepsy. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love it. All right. Um, I go to get my skeletal, my probably just the, all the skeletons, mm. and the shades following me, and uh, I get armored up, and we and I trace my shade steps out to that uh, out to that camp that I saw. Mm-hmm. You will reach it uh, just around dawn, maybe a little bit before the sun rises, but like the sky is getting lighter. Uh, me and the skeletons surround the camp, surround the tent. 
Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I would have, I would have my horse with me, so I will dismount and you know, walk over to the front of the tent and push the flap aside. Uh, and I'm like, I say, you two to the skeleton warriors get their weapons, and uh, I you know, bust into the tent as the skeleton warriors probably do as well, like removing the weapons and leaving. The couple and... wakes up with a start. Uh, their hands go for their weapons, but you're in there and the skeletons are in there all at once. Mm-hmm. They have no chance. Uh, when they see that there are skeletons grabbing their weapons and a... Old, I say, like stopping the skeletons from murdering them with their own swords. They um, just skeletal warriors sit up and wrapped. stare. Did I get around to that with these guys? I don't think so. That was the last contingent that I sent out. Right. These, these two are, well, they're warriors, so they're they're dressed as the knights they once were. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're very clearly skulls under those helmets. Mm-hmm. But maybe they just think this is a bad dream. Who are you to trespass on Winter's Land? The lady sits forward and says, Who are you? Who are these creatures? Uh, I am the Lord Winter, and these are my subjects. Now, answer to your Lord, and I give whoever that was that answered me a kick back to prone. I'm Bonnie, and this is Jim. Bonnie and Jim, that's it. I like look to their armor to see if they look if it looks like knight's equipment or if it's like just mishmash. It's mishmash uh, leather armor. Are you uh, are you poachers or brigands? Do they have hunting bows or anything? They do. Yes. Neither. For travelers wandering through the woods, and we do not know who a Lord Winter is. She says, like getting to her feet sort of as much as you can in a small tent like this you know she just like sits yeah, up on her knees we're probably all like hunched out mm-hmm. is a tall man so he's probably got his head like hitting the center of the tent yeah um i think yeah yeah the skeletons i think probably I, maybe they've even stepped outside with the weapons but like back to like make some space mm-hmm. the guy is still prone i think the guy's I still prone i uh, stand the... on him and she sure. gets up to like her to a knee Kneeling, she gets to her knees and grabs position. a a shirt from nearby and throws it on quickly. Are they both naked? Yeah, they were sleeping. And uh, he's still on, like laying down, eyes agape, um, trying to. You can see him like pulling on her elbow and trying to get her to quiet down, but she she's having none of it. Shh. He's he's having a lovely dream. Now tell. Now you were saying who you are and why you're here. Who do you serve? We serve no one. We are free people who bow to no lord. Is that a thing here in, uh, here on Gadia? I mean, no one respectable. Think of a, that's more like gypsies, you know, kind of traveling free people who serve no one but like the rest of the state thinks that they do and then they don't pay their taxes and they're getting in trouble and they're trying to just be their own 
you know, free people mm-hmm. and no one's having it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a point of contention and conflict. They don't. They haven't killed any uh, animals, have they? You have no evidence that they have. <laughs> but they're on your land. Yeah. Are they though? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's not a clearly defined border, and there's no GPS to be a hundred percent certain on these issues. But uh, reasonable doubt is different in medieval times than it is in modern times. To well, uh, free people, where uh, where do your whims take you? Take you now? Where where are you going? From whence have you come? We're not staying on your lands. We have no desire to treat with you, Dark Lord. She defies you to your face. Malsifer is suspicious. And hungry for souls. You keep managing to make RPG systems that incentivize murder, Neil. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if that's something I should examine in myself at a later point in time. (laughs) I mean, my wife is becoming a therapist, so I'll have some way to deal with these problems, but... I don't think think you can treat your uh, own family members. That is like a... Yeah. Yeah. It was more of a joke than a real solution to (laughs) non-existent problems. Uh... Um, is there any way I can like tell if she's lying? Is that a thing you want to introduce? Like, do you want me to be able to roll charisma checks to see whether I trust people, or uh, yeah, you can do, do a charisma to probe, check to get your best read. Them. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Because like, I mean, yeah, there's got to be some way to tell a lie, and you can tell lies in the real world. Sure, You're good right. at it. Is that it? Does that work? That, that doesn't works. pass. I've got a... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do I have any she sort of seems fairly read? confident and She's not honest. like an informant of Pine Spur. I'm, so I think while she's been talking, I've been sizing all this spread. I've been asking questions about what equipment mm-hmm. they had, hunting bows, were they poaching? I, I will I will be looking for any sigils, right? If, you find no sigils. Stuff with my with my spare foot. Yeah. You... Yeah, Walk if you try and, like, look, like, really rummage through it with your hands, she will speak up, but no, if I'm you're more, just poking I'm around. I'm looking through with my eyes. I want to keep... I, I said I had my bardish, mm-hmm. but I think a crossbow may... A loaded crossbow may actually be more likely mm. weapon to have on hand, but I, mm-hmm. I don't think it will wind up mattering. Um, and I just go poking around. If I uh, step off of the the dude, does he try to get up, or does he just stay laying there? He stays laying there. Uh, his eyes are open. He stopped tugging on her, yeah. and he's yeah, just watching. Yeah, if I look around, I don't. They don't appear to be agents of Pine Spur. 
They don't. They honestly look, or at least she's acting like a gypsy-esque independent person. Mousefur has no concept of this gypsy. Mm-hmm. In his mind, uh, Winter's Reach is as free as it gets. But I think I, this is like Borderlands, right? This is not part of the wood that I would actually even consider my own territory necessarily, other than I'm a Lord of Winter and this is Skull Islands. Right, it would, it would be outside of the lands that you have traditionally claimed, but I do believe your claim is spreading and what you consider your lands is steadily increasing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Malsifer looks around the tent, ponders for a moment or two, mm-hmm. and uh, will eventually leave, uh, telling this uh, couple like. Uh, Lie back to sleep. This has all been a bad dream. And uh, I think just as swiftly as he barged in, he'll leave the tent. What about the weapons? Um, do they upgrade any of my dudes? Let's see what we're looking at. If it, I think the two knights that I, the two warrior skeletons I have, have yeah, they have long, they have arming swords already. My skeletons have improvised weapons, which are just as good as a short sword, right? Mm-hmm. They've just got mismatched leather armor now. I, I'm like, leave that. I think I say to the skeleton warriors, all of, all of you, come with me. And I lead off the skeleton army and the shade. Mm-hmm. And we disappear back into the woods and leave these, uh, what's columns to, uh, to their wretched lives. You will get back to your house uh, as the sun is rising. A little after sunrise, mm-hmm. your skeletons follow along, trudging beside you. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. Is there something else I was going to do? Um, I want to head back through Winter's Reach and get a Fletcher t- on making me... Uh, some suitable spiritual weapons. So uh, perhaps I meant to mention this when we were in the manor, but at some point I would have seen through a book maybe describing a diagram of this ritual. Yep. Maybe a sketch of some ritual bone knife that one one of my ancestors was working with. Describing about uh, imbuing it with their own life force and You find yeah. these notes in Grandma Clarice's diary or spell book or journal or I don't know what you wanted to f- call this this lab book of hers, but you find them in here. Um, talks about the the binding of your soul to a, a weapon which sort of like helps create a a portal between the prime the material plane and the spiritual plane that like passes through the ethereal and this like link is sort of a, uh, she doesn't use the word gravity well, but that's how we would understand it, like a gravity well for life energy when you do this, and then as you hit things, it just helps to suck extra life force through. Cool. Mm -hmm. So I will swing by town and find a Fletcher. I assume we have Fletchers Mm -hmm. to... uh... 
can make me some crossbow quarrels that are uh, 100% wood or maybe bone tipped. Mm. We also need to send the hunters out to collect all these bodies. Um, so I will dispatch the skeletons. I say, I say to the skeleton warriors, go back to the estate and wait in the orchard for me. I tell the skeletons to follow the, skele- the skeletons, and, skeletons and, you, and the shade mm-hmm. to follow the skeleton warriors. Excellent. Uh, and, the shade didn't come oh, with you tonight, did it? It did. It was with uh, me and the skeleton contingent the whole time. So then as the sun comes up, the shade oh, is going to yeah. have to hide like in a tree or something, and you're going to have to come back for it the next day. Okay. Otherwise, I guess the sunlight will break it. I guess that's what happens if we're back to Winter's Reach after dawn. Is that- yeah. Yeah. So on your way back, you'll have to find a, a tree, and it'll just like stand inside the tree where the mm-hmm. sun can't hit it. Up in the hiding in the leaves, totally mm-hmm. blinded, disabled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. It'll wait for you to cut mm-hmm. down the tree or to, to tell it to come back out. <laughs> oh, that's a pretty interesting thing. Imagine some lumberjacks cutting down a tree, and inside is just like a ghost that's waiting. Mm-hmm. And probably die from the sunlight shortly thereafter, but still, that's a terrifying thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So skeletons back to the estate. Uh, I need to get some spiritual weapons. So I will find a Fletcher that does that. Can I just? Do they need to be custom ordered? How, do, how is that going to work? I, yes, you you will tell order your your servants to make these things, and they will make them. All right. I, yeah, I need some bolts that are made out of. God, I sound like such a quack, right? <laughs> organic matter. <laughs> What's organic, Lord? Uh. So, bone tip. What's uh? Do you have bone on hand? The the Fletcher nods and says that he can grab some from the butcher down the way or any of the other people in town. There's always mm-hmm. extra animal bones. They don't. They can't actually use all of the bones that they bring in. So, fair enough. It's easy access to them. Well, get carbon. Excellent. And they begin to carve you bone-tipped corals. Excellent. Sweet. Why don't we take our first break here? Because we have not had a break yet. Uh, And we will come back on the other side with a little more Dicing with Death. Get your coffee, get your snacks, get your popcorn. We'll see you in a few minutes. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. Uh, Far too zoomed in. There we go. (laughs) Hello. So, uh... So Theron. Where's Theron? He's still alive, right? Uh, he has been... He Yeah, Mousefer spared his life and banished him from Winter's Reach. Presumably he's gone to Pinespur or something. Right, right, I recall. Yes, okay, so he's taken off. His building is mostly finished over here on the side. Uh, and now that Theron is gone... Work has sort of stopped, and so it's a mostly finished building. Like the roof is built, but not thatch has no thatch has been put on. And like you know, doors and windows are are missing. They're just like cutouts, and there's no decorations or decor or furniture. Sort of a, a ghost town. Yeah, that seems perfectly fine. Totally, totally fits in. Um, mm-hmm. So in the. Uh, as dawn 
shines its light on Winter's Reach. Um, Mousefur steps out of Fletcher, so I don't know which side of town that was on. But presumably, oh, there's a blacksmith over here, so I'm guessing the Fletcher is probably just up the road, maybe mm -hmm. next door or something. Yep. I step out into the path, hopefully just in time to be catching uh, a bunch of the hunters and woodsmen as they're gathering up to head out for the day, right? They've got their like, morning pint of ale over at the tavern before sure, they head and out. They like maybe stop by the blacksmith so the Fletcher's on their way out if they need any arrowheads or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Everyone's chummy. It's a small this. town, so they're coming by and mm -hmm. they're like, hey, Jeremy, how's it going? And then they see Lord Winter yeah. standing nearby. Yeah, I can gather them. They'll say, hunters. Yes. <clears throat> I like clear my throat and like wave over if I see another group somewhere else and uh I'll address whenever, however many I can assemble in short order on their on their way out before they go uh, ranging for the day. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure they already know what I'm about to about to tell them it, better than I do. <clears throat> As uh, Winter's Reach has extended uh, into the woods, um, many of the uh, forest life has. <clears throat> perished. You are to uh, scavenge any usable uh, resources from uh, from this uh, hinterland, but uh, you must you know, take your own uh, hunting and ranging farther afield, deeper into the Blumwood. Is this they, clear? They nod. One if of them you, says, uh, speaks yeah. up and says, <clears throat> the, you, the guardians I, I have... Think I, if, oh, yeah, you cut him off. I think I talk, I'm talking right over him, interrupting him to say, if you uh, encounter any, <clears throat> any of the uh, servants of winter wandering you know, too far out of the dead zone, and you are marked, feel, you, you, know, you may shove them back towards... Uh, Towards their uh, yeah, their woods, and then uh, what were you saying of these guardians? Uh, <clears throat> the, the guardians have killed much of the game in the woods. I was I was going to say, my lord, much of that. It's been difficult to find food, to find things to hunt. You must hunt farther. You must hunt better. You can see smiles <laughs> grazing all of their faces. This is the news they've always wanted. Like, free really? reign to hunt wherever you want. You don't have to be confined to, like, the Winter's Reach territory. There's no more poaching. Everything is free game. Oh, my God. They <laughs> well, are ready for this. let's see how much I can justify. I think I'm going to head back to the estate and see if I can pull up uh, the most, like, up-to-date territory map I can. Sure. Uh, have I been up all night? I think I have been up all night. Yes, another all-nighter for Malsafir. For Mas, a pot of coffee as I go to pour over my uh, my maps and ledgers and things mm -hmm. in the uh, on the estate. So we you can uh, start planting some coffee trees on the estate. Get yourself better orchards. Yeah, I don't know what the weather's like here, so I didn't want to commit to any one uh, mm. crop. Mm -hmm. yep. You never know when seasons are going to change. Mm-hmm. 
All right. So map, map, map. So from so what's the what's the best I can find in my uh, in my records in my libraries? There is an old map here. Uh, it's prominently displayed because it is the map from, that marks the boundaries of your territory. It's an important the, document. Yeah, is this from before or after oh, the uh, before. rebellion? Before the rebellion. Uh, wait, no, no, this, this must be from after because before you guys lived somewhere else and when the rebellion happened, you guys like moved out of your land, right? Or is this the yeah. same state that you've... No, I, this is this is a what would you call it? This is like an estate in exile, right? So, right. So this map must be drawn up just around the time that Gadia was conquered. Mm -hmm. um, Are invaded, there perhaps subjugated? That's another yeah. word. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I guess I want to piece. I mean, what are the other? Uh, territories there, marked on the map, and I guess I want to try and sort out which of those are alive mm -hmm. and which of those have been replaced and deposed and yeah let's let's see okay. yeah so yeah let's... we get a mad mad montage of mousefer pouring over these uh these old maps while he blows mm. coffee here in the real world it's afternoon so we're switching to tea but Let's get a more appropriate. Can I quaff a potion of coffee to get advantage on my uh, on my next research check? Sure, but it also gives you disadvantage on holding your bowels. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> grub skill constitution for uh, for holding your bowels. Yeah. All right, so let's take a look at this map here. Your map, despite being in exile, your ancestors didn't take too large of a parcel of land. They sort of knew that you got to well, like... So I, so I think what what we are left with is like some coastal estate that for whatever reason, yeah, that deal. That for, you know, the, for whatever reason, you know, the noble mm -hmm. house of winter. Perfect. Yeah, oh, so this is your estate. So this, you is a... where, this is where we fled when... Uh, maybe a little bit big, but yeah. What was this, 300 years ago after the... Uh, after the... the uh, well, we would call it a rebellion. We would consider it a yeah. We would consider it a uh, an an invasion, a uh, unlawful uh, occupation. Occupation. Yeah. There you go. So I think this is the appropriate. This should be like three miles, three and a half miles from your estate. Mm-hmm. And yeah. would it? And pre-invasion, would there have been like a council of nobles in Pinespur? Was there a king of there was, there a, was king a, a king in Pinespur, and then there were you know counts and barons and stuff. Do I have family around. trees? Have I? I assume this is something that would be of interest. You do have family I, trees. Yes. Would I have sorted out how many steps removed I I would be from the throne, or who all else was left in that family tree? This this seems like a like very much something that would have been done, or if it hasn't yes. been done, that's what this this mad montage is. You are the the last of your line. Uh, there were mm -hmm. some cousins and stuff that have since been lost. A few like three generations back, you don't really know where they went. Like they were elsewhere in Gadia, and contact got lost, and now that family you have line a, is just. You blank. have a name? Was there one for the uh, last king of Gadia, or is that not something in recorded in the? Uh... I do have that information. I just have to go look at my historical records. 
You know, guys, the problem with planning so much shit for D&D campaigns is that then you have notes on everything and it takes you forever to get everything accurate. Hey, at least you've gone digital. Can you imagine if this was like in a binder somewhere? If you had like a shelf next to you with a binder that was like labeled with the kingdom you were and you'd have to pull it off and... Dude, that's the dream. It's just laminated have... pages. The dream is to have an actual like hardbound book that I can just flip through with all this information, but then it would need to be like set in stone and not being added to. Couldn't have a living document. Build yourself a wiki, says chat. Let's see. Pine Spur and Arcadia Basic Info might have this information. Um, <laughs> Legal structure. Conquest of Gadia. 1380. Uh, okay. Grayson is the family line in of uh, what former kings, now barons. There was here. a King Grayson. There was a King Grayson, yes. Okay. Your family Which... was fairly far removed, so you weren't ever really close to, your family was never close to being the leader. Uh, Are the there any living Graysons, or were they? Were there they is all? one. Yeah. There is one. He is the current baron. He's 90 years old. Oh, so House Grayson bent the knee. House there... Grayson bent the knee, folded, and got dropped from oh, kings yeah. to barons, and their line just like crashed and burned over the last few Who hundred years. Have... Yeah. If the old king, if the uh sorry, what was the great who was the Grayson that uh that surrendered? Uh it was I, I don't I don't have a name. I don't know, Ryan. Give me a name. Those house grace. It doesn't I mean it could it could not be a thing that I know. You probably would know, I think though. I just don't I'm just so bad at naming my brain is shot. Uh King I wanna say Darren, but it's a shitty name. No offense to any Darren's in chat. Um It doesn't matter, you can put off naming this guy. We're just gonna um, call him so, King Darren Grayson. Can't think of anything else. Alright. Darrant with the T. Right. That's it. Alright, Darrant. But if he if he were to have I mean he basically abdicated the throne. Can I sort out who would have I know I don't have a heraldry. Maybe I need to call in Lord Rosegrove at some point in this to to uh, help me sort through the records because I think he was mm -hmm. actually he's, he's got probably he's much older things. than you, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I um, remember when your father went through a similar process in his later years. He was very keen on family lineage. <laughs> um. So when uh, when Darren Grayson abdicated the throne and surrendered to Eridon, right? Mm-hmm. It was Eridon? Eridon, yes. Um, who would have been next? I mean, who would have been next in line to secession at that time, I think is the, the question. That like, what was the next I, family after the Graysons to be in well, charge? They, they gave up, but if you look at the old family, if I can look at an old family tree from that era, mm -hmm. can I trade, like, okay, Darren Grayson 
gave up his throne. Cross him off the list. Who's his his eldest son or whatever the line of succession would be, or his right, right. he had a brother or something. Are there? Are, can I trace? So down his to, son maybe? would have been the this guy that's in charge right now, actually, um, because it was only 130 years ago or so. Okay, that okay. Gady was conquered. The current guy's 90, so he was. This would be the well, maybe the grandson of the king at the time. I think the time would have been in his 40s, so he would have had a son. Yeah. Yeah. But this whole this whole thing, okay, they they surrendered to oh. They surrendered and there is no pro, every everyone surrendered and bent the knee. As far as mm-hmm. you know, the Winter family is the only one who still remains really? loyal. The only one. So I guess maybe that's the conclusion I have to come to, right? Like pouring over these maps. Everyone everyone surrendered. Everyone has we are, surrendered. We are all that remains of uh of uh the once great kingdom of uh, Gadia. Right. If there is another group out there somewhere, uh, they're just as in hiding as you are. We've got this uh, House Lorwyn marked on the map. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think we just noted that they were from, they were once a probably more prestigious noble family that surrendered. For some reason, we had seen, yeah. Okay, and Corval is the one with the, that knight that I first killed. Mm-hmm. So here are the nearby houses, uh, estates near yours. Mm-hmm. You're this bottom one, and there are three mm-hmm. that border yours. One on each of your coasts, and one in the middle of the Blumwood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me pull up some documentation. Do I know yet that Eridon has fallen, or are we just so off the grid that such news is of no concern to us? Exactly. Uh, I'm still under the impression that Eridon is this distant and powerful kingdom that's uh, that mm-hmm. is subjugating us. Yep. Yep. This is the little what I know. Orsani. Orsani are over here on this one. Is that how it's spelled? Yep. You don't need to bother naming these houses. They're all ash. Okay. Excellent. I won't name them. <laughs> <laughs> right? No. All right. So we've sent out the hunters. Uh, we've gone through this. I think I, at some point in this uh, in, insane manic whatever mm-hmm. will pass out um and i actually do i mean i would like to recover hp and like re- and recast my spirit armor was the ideal right do you remember us having this discussion but you were like I do you aren't gonna have enough time to fully heal that yeah and so i think it, this is probably when i would settle in to like rest and you know let all my skeletons finish heal finish healing finish healing myself and then probably start uh retaking all the Blumwood, but it sounds like I'm going to be interrupted before then. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Lilith, probably set to finishing the zombies. Maybe I help her, but maybe not. Maybe that's not necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got the hunters out. We've got some spiritual weapons for those ever come through. I, that yes, surely yes. only takes like an afternoon, right? Uh, you get... Your, your Fletchers carve the bones, attach them to 
shafts, and you get a, a whole little clutch of them. Um, you, they, they can just be sort of havoc making some in the spare time. So yeah, I don't think they take a year don't... of my life force to fire, so that's probably not that right. But uh, you can write down as many as you want and replenish them whenever you're in town. I think we'll just say that uh, semi-infinite yeah. because that's you're not probably all using I'll them. use for all of my bolts. Right? There's no combat penalty, right? And they're, if I treat them as disposables. Yeah, I think against like metal armor, they might have a minus one to hit. You know, similar yeah. to what are they, so they've got a wooden shaft iron. and then just like a, a bone spine on the tip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, similar to to bronze weapons versus steel armor. These will have penalties mm-hmm. against bronze armor. But if they're turned into a spiritual bolt, that's uh, that's going to do. They're still going to it's going to do. It's still going to do the extra six damage. plus one. Maybe it's just maybe if it's a maybe just d6 drop the plus one for a. I was gonna do bone penalty arrow. to hit, not penalty to damage. Fair enough, but what if it's okay? Okay, I'll think about it. Mm-hmm. So when am I interrupted? Not for days, actually. Okay, so um, I can get to healing. Mm-hmm. Um, how does that work? I guess I need to just. I would need to dispel my spirit armor and heal up for four HP and then recast it and drop that same to upgrade it. Maybe I'm. Maybe I can't even really heal this, can I? I think the I think the best course of action is to just burn the spirit armor in combat and recast it. Unless I think I've got like, how long would that all take? Like, is that like a week? To regain your lost HP? Do I, yeah, do I regain HP at one a day? One a day, yeah. We're not quite converting to the the new healing system. Mm-hmm. Not yet. One day. Oh yeah, I really do like that. From uh, Akuma Knights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You haven't, if you aren't already watching that. That's the it's the hottest new show over here in the Neoliverse. Mm-hmm. Kuba Knights is pretty bomb. You guys haven't checked it out. We've got some cool healing things and some cool new magic systems, a whole new clerical system. We've got wizards with MP that have complete that are quite heavily revised. We've got a a, uh, a Pugilist as the main tank and main fighter. We've got some cool shit going on. Plenty of basilisk wrestling. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Responsible party members who are mature enough to handle the <laughs> the adult content we run on that show. Is Neo mature enough? That is the no, true question. Absolutely. Okay, not. so I think I can I uh, dismiss my spirit armor at will. Is that a thing? Or do I need to like do another sacrifice to undo my first sacrifice? I don't know. So uh, convince me. Do you think you should be able to dismiss it? That makes more sense than having to like take a knife to yourself and stab yourself five times, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so, right? That, yeah. Yeah, because I don't like the, the mechanic. The necromancer of... class involves a lot of self-harm. That's one thing I, <laughs> I don't know what I like about it. Well, I, I think that's you just quite... Gotta, yeah, you just got to have the... Uh, I, uh... Okay, yeah, so I think you can just... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. I think you can just dispel it. 
That's fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd like to dismiss your spirits. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this new necromancer class is quite a, I don't know, edgy. <laughs> right. Well, what do you expect a necromancer? For some audiences, for sure. Yeah, what do you expect of a necromancer? Of course, it's a little edgy. <laughs> Although edgy has been really taken, the, the colloquial use of it has changed in the last, like, five years. I don't know if I agree with the, the changes made to that term. Sure. That's something an edgy lord would say. Oh, God, it's the worst. Okay, all right. It's fine. All right. Um, where were we? Before, yeah. For our tangents, our recommendations and disclaimers. Mm -hmm. Creaky uh, boat sounds, courtesy of tabletopaudio.com. <laughs> Are we done? All right. We're done plugging. We're done plugging. All right. Um, all right. Uh, do dismissing the spirit armor. Right, right. You can dismiss it. That's fine. Just dismissed. And I will regain those HP over the course of four days. Yes. And then if I get to that, I think I would re-sacrifice it. So did four days pass? Four days pass. The, uh... Okay. Yes. We will We'll skip to six days passing. That's the next event. All right. So let me... Uh... So I guess I, I heal for four days and then I recast spirit armor. Let me just remind myself what that casting entails. Mm-hmm. I think it was I, I think it was some good old fashioned ritual sacrifice, right? I think so. Of your own life force. Let's see. Spirit armor. Just an HP cost. See spells. Oh, that's under Let's see. I really like the conjurer with MP system that you've got going on. I have another MP oh, no, system I, I want to talk I to you done, later about. I said I was done uh, plugging. Well, hold on, but all right, as long as we're on this, I've got this other idea for an MP system where your MP is a result of your studying and notes, and so your note, like the more time you put into your notes and the more pages you put in your spell book, the more MP you gain, and the only way to gain MP is by doing research, and so you've got like your spell book collection that slowly increases over time. That sounds like a really good way to mechanize the wizards ignoring the part, party dynamic or slowing down the... Mm -hmm. Slow down, guys, I need to study. Right, we so the wizard could go so and, like... Study. He could go yeah. study and, like, get, like, 60 MP to, in one, you know, in, like, a, a week of studying and then burn through it over a course of time. But then if your notes disappear, you need to... I can't figure out, but there should be some sort of mechanic about losing your notes and having to recreate them to get back up to where you were before, before you can gain more MP. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I like the idea of the the player's notebook and journal being the the MP that they gain, and then if you like get another wizard's notebook, all of a sudden you gain access to all this extra MP because someone else like you've got fresh new notes to work with. Oh yeah. I you don't know how to work it. Notebook having a uh, certain MP pool. Something and like you've that. Gotta go around collecting them like magical you, artifacts or you can like write them yourself which is a slower method of gaining mp i there's something here i haven't figured out exactly how to you know do what it you could do you know in the lore instead of making it spell books you could make it something else to collect like perhaps uh orbs and you like use the orbs as a source of mp and i'm i'm not i'm gonna stop myself because i might be trolling here yeah but, uh, i uh, i like it mm -hmm. i like it okay so in the course of these days i will have recast a level four spirit armor upon myself 
eventually. Mm-hmm. Am I under the care of uh, Lilith? Does she offer he- healing services, or is that not a... Uh... She will offer them if you look like you're wounded or let her know that you need them, but I don't think she recognizes your injuries. Afflictions. Yeah, they're yeah. spiritual in nature, so she doesn't. they're not apparent on your flesh. Okay. Well, I get some R&R. I, uh command Tomas to make me an Epsom salt bath. <laughs> and, uh, bring me some chicken meat or whatever. Mm-hmm. Probably plenty of venison too. Um, I can make monster zombies, can't I? Right? Could I be yes. raising back some of these sacrificed pigs as monster zombie pigs? And yes. Send them uh, rampaging into, into battle? What better way to get rid of corpses than zombie pigs? They're already going to eat <laughs> the flesh. To, yeah, I'm going to need to feed some life force, though, if I'm going to make an army of zombie pigs. Mm-hmm. And that is the problem with the necromancy. The necromancer class is that your power is capped by the number of people you can kill. Yeah. And if you kill everyone, then you have no more source of power. It's a sort of like a virus or a, a, <laughs> an infection. Yeah. Which I really, really like for necromancers, sort of like a blight mm-hmm. on the land. Yeah. So I think that's, I think this is what we've got set up, right? There's a several mile perimeter of just deadwood where uh, zombies roam. Uh, not everyone is marked quite yet. Have it. Let's look at our. Let's look at our. Ooh, that's right. Not everyone is marked. Right. So it's an odd. It's an odd time to be alive in uh, Winter's Reach. Mm-hmm. Let's see. God. Mm-hmm. Only okay. Only fifty-three are. Oh no! All of these farmers are unmarked. Crap. One twenty are unmarked. Only fifty-nine are marked. Yeah, so a good portion of the population is not marked and lives in fear of the zombies. <laughs> oh, oh, you poor, poor serfs. I hope I don't have too many casualties. And if I do have casualties, I hope the bodies are brought to me promptly. <laughs> well, that is, that's for the interruption in six days. Yeah, that's is all it, it is. Well, we'll get there when we get there, but mm-hmm. is there anything else you wanted to do in those six days? Um, let's see. Um, I mean, we've got all, we get all of our zombies up and running. We've got a nice patrol going. Mm-hmm. I've got my contingent of skeletons posted up in the orchard. I probably get, I probably, I, I practice jumping them in and out of roses, right? I'm like <laughs> figuring out the right, is there an optimal command to get them to, uh, to stealth into the rose and turn the rose, upgrade the rose into a murder rose? Uh, you'll a figure out edge. a way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I've got those guys in the, and the hunters are, uh, you know, ranging far afield. Have I gotten any reports back from from there? I think I assume that no news is good news, and they're they're just doing their thing. Correct. And, if, uh, and I will probably hear if uh, they start getting murdered. Mm-hmm. Or... But on day six of your resting, mm-hmm. there is a an emergency that arises. A, sure. a hunter comes running from the woods, mm-hmm. carrying a bag. Uh, you can see him from your parlor window, I think, is where you're hanging out when he arrives. Uh, Lilith is with you. Lord Rosegrove is off tending to the roses, and the hunter comes up and starts pounding on the front door of your estate, saying, yeah. Master Winters! Winters! Winter! <clears throat> yeah, I, uh, let him in. Um, 
or I. What is it, man? Do I recognize this uh, this guy? Yeah, he's one of the hunters in town. You've you've seen him about many a time. Not Hannibal. No, this is a different hunter. One of, okay, one of Han- one of Hannibal's buddies. One, yeah. Uh, he has a sack, and he <laughs> just upends it and dumps it on the in the the atrium of your house, mm-hmm. and out plop four heads, four rotted heads. I turn them over and... You recognize are, them. Are these... The... These are heads of people you have turned into zombies. Okay, so these are dead... Four mm-hmm. dead zombies. Where did you find these? In the woods. <clears throat> they were I... severed yeah. from the, the bodies which had been hacked to bits by weapons. Some of them had been burned. And he points at the heads and you can see areas where they've been caved in and destroyed and wrecked. Noble servants of winter. Hmm. Lord, find does rest. It... Yep, he's off my porch. And I uh, march past him to assemble my skeletons. I guess I'll myself get armored up, grab a horse, and I think we're going to go uh, on the warpath here. So, yeah, I'm good to go. I'm, uh,. I'm all healed up. Excellent. Arm, arm to, to the teeth, mm-hmm. the bone. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and I can even use some of those. I've got, I can, uh, I've got those spare crossbows that the uh, warrior skeletons can use, but they are melee specialists, right? Right. Right. They can use the crossbows, but they're specialists in melee, which give them better melee attacks. Mm-hmm. Actually, the regular skeletons... Regular skeletons can use a bow, can't they? Yes. They can even shoot twice. With a regular bow. Do we have spare hunting bows in the village? If not, I will uh, swoop by and uh, suggest that the huntsman... Or that the the Fletcher I was working with the other day make me some uh, bows for my skeleton army that I'm marching through the village. Uh, They will set to work making you bows. I think bows take... Uh, like a week or so to make because you have to like yeah, hold yeah, them this... and bend them in shape or whatever and they need to be cured and whatnot so mm-hmm. um, there might be a few on hand there's probably a couple extra bows lying around somewhere that someone will happily give up to their dear lord winter yeah oh um, is that a hunter still around that delivered the first message that brought me the heads <laughs> he is retreating down the path yeah um, call him back yeah, probably jogging to stay ahead of me and away from the skeletons. Mm-hmm. Um, There's wait, a dog get, on a roof. There's a what on the roof? A dog on a roof. Uh-oh. Get up there, doggy. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not our problem for today, but there's a dog on the roof. Uh, well, keep us updated. <laughs> we appreciate <Okay>. it. <laughs> um... Uh, wait, and uh, I will ride this guy down uh, from my horseback. Um, do you know who slew the zombies? He shakes his head. I, I just found them. I don't know how many more there are or, or who did it. You found four yourself, of all in one spot? They were clumped into a pile. 
as if they had been gathered. I'm like trotting my horse next to him into town. He's probably stopped jogging or whatever, <laughs> fleeing from the skeletons. Hmm. All right. Well, okay, then we did that. Yeah, so that was, yeah. And then, and then we stopped by the Fletcher. That wasn't already done. Mm-hmm. And me and the Skellies are going to head into the woods, into the Blumwood. Mm. All right. You enter into the Blumwood. And Where if you have any going? idea which part of the wood the uh, hunter was from, we'll go there. Otherwise, I think we're just going to do a standard patrol. Okay. Uh, he tells you it was out. straight out from town. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think somewhere. there's, yeah, there's, I, we've described the Blumwood as having uh, no actual roads, but there being many intertwined paths through mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Lots of little trails everywhere. Yeah. Excellent. So I, uh, yeah. You March. head out on your path. Malsifer on horseback flanked by uh, how many warriors did you bring I I brought the whole the whole contingent oh my god uh, so this would be seven skeletons and two warriors so okay. that's my uh, my spear and uh, do I see zombies if I pass zombies in the woods I will I may gather them yeah, you will pass. Oh wow, you rolled really well. You will pass three zombies on your way out. Uh, they're patrolling together in a group. Somehow they, well, I think they're all like initially independent patrols, but they get. And as I see them, yeah, I'm like, they mix up and sometimes a few cluster hey, together. Follow, follow us, and we just develop a trail of, of zombies. Yes. So you have three How zombies and a bunch three. of skeletons in tow. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you come across a stack of bodies on the trail itself. Are they uh, zombies? They're zombies. They're headless zombie bodies. Looks like the bodies of those, of the heads that you have received. And they're piled on, like, not just around, but, like, in the center of the path, very properly stacked. Mm -hmm. As if someone wanted Mm -hmm. you to see this. Yeah. No, this must be Theron. Or at least he's uh, told them how to hunt undead. This displeases me. Um, and I think Malsifer takes the bait, right? If, if this was meant left here to like lure me deeper or something, I take my uh, undead parade past this uh, this display. The, I assume the heads are nowhere in sight, right? They've taken those and pulverized them elsewhere or something. Perhaps, or perhaps they're the heads that you have that were dumped oh. on your door. I could turn those into skeletons, couldn't I? If you removed the flesh, you need a whole body for a skeleton. Yeah. I don't think you can but do if headless you've skeletons. Des- if you've desecrated a corpse, it can no longer be used to... Uh... Yeah, you need the full corpse to do it. You're missing parts, it doesn't work. We'll see if we can put an asterisk on that at some point, but... Uh... Mm-hmm. Today is not the day for experiments. Mm-hmm. Another time. All right. We march. 
um, into the woods. How far? Yeah, how far do we get before we encounter? I need you to give me a perception soul. check, yeah. Mr. Winter. I am taking the horse at a light trot. I think what works best is for the skeletons to flank me at a distance so as to not irritate the horse. But uh, it's a war horse. It can keep its cool. I just don't, it just don't want to stress out the poor guy. It is nervous around the undead. Very nervous. Yeah. Um, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got too many, too many windows. Use that character sheet, but I can use that character sheet. 23. Okay. Got a pass. Thanks. Well, maybe. Depends how good at hiding they are. You proceed through the wood along this trail until the trail enters into the territory of the next estate over, some five or six miles down the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Can estate has orchards and a few fields and some pens where they, they herd some animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can see in the, the small village nearby, mm-hmm. there are uh, large campfires set up, and there are some tents just outside the village square that mm-hmm. look temporary and new. Yeah, um, I assume it's like middle of the day as I'm doing this, right? Mm-hmm. Ordinary, yeah, business yep. hours. Business hours. <laughs> uh, I spot this through the woods. It sounds like. Is this the main? Is this like the the next estate over? Is this like uh, the next this village is the over? Next village over. Yeah. Next village over. Can set up. Surely, Theron is amongst those warriors. I hope for his sake that he's not. Although. Some good rolls, some good, some good turn on dead rolls could uh, sour this whole party pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Hold, I say, as you know, I size up the uh, situation. Hold, I think I have to shout to the farthest reaches of my uh, undead. You and shout, I uh, look out at this village uh, from as far of a distance as I could have spotted it. Right, although. Vision in the Blumwood is not great. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I can't like use any combat abilities through a shade, can I? Mm-mm. No, like draining life through the undead. Or... No, no. <clears throat> well. So as you're sitting here in the woods, surveying the the town. Yeah, and I'm surveying it like it's a battlefield, right? I think that those are those are soldiers quartered in this village, and uh, they ought to be assembling somewhere. Uh, where uh, where are they assembling, Neil? Shit. Well, as you are doing this, an arrow comes from behind you with a natural 18, which plus two for back attack, plus one for surprise, brings us to 21. Um... 21, you say? So yeah. I, um, there might be another plus eight, one from, um, like, level or dex, so let's call it 22. You can't just level up your, your characters mid-combat. <laughs> I hadn't... I'm teasing. Okay. You're, like, I'm, you're already critting. What do you need that extra plus one for? I'm not trying to... I'm just I'm trying to be accurate, man. It's not about... 
breaking. And I assume this is uh, against me. This is against you, yes. From yes. the back. From there, the you know back. You know there's movement six zombies that can't keep up with us, right? Yes, I am okay. aware of this this factor. Uh, so so is that a, that's a single crit? Double crit? Yeah, my AC is 15. 15? Okay, so it clears by 10. So, so that plus naturally. one doesn't matter. It doesn't clear by 10. It clears by no, five. It clears by five, yeah. yeah. The, the uh, 21, 22 don't make a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's what I'm the arrow will strike you for seven damage, which Jesus. you reduce by four for your level yeah, from your spirit so, armor. Yeah, still three damage is going to take a while to recover. Okay, so I was originally, I was at, okay. I need to update this character's HP. Let's see, where is that? In any case, uh, I uh, whirl around. Turn around, turn! As you turn, you see a figure in a tree notching a second arrow and drawing it towards you. Or towards himself. For initiative. Get him! I shout to my uh, skeletons, and we uh, roll for initiative. Yes, the tree-bound scout will fire again. Let me get a token so we can roll initiative. And maybe some more exciting music. Where is my HP on this character sheet? Is it under combat? combat. It is under yep. combat. It says 12 here. What is... The token has a different HP meter or something. Ah, because the token isn't it pulling is. from your sheet. Okay. Cool. There we go. Oh. Oh. Now, why does it 12.16 for your max HP? Uh, 16 would be my HP if I weren't, ah. if I didn't make spirit armor. Got it. Okay. Uh, all right, so let's roll initiative for our ranger. Oh, God, terrible roll. I can do worse. Nope, I do fine. Oh, I should have clicked initiative on my token. Yeah. That's fine. Um, and then I do have skeletons. Mm-hmm. I do believe if you click your token and click the initiative button for your weapon, it'll automatically... Yeah, I haven't input the weapons yet. Okay, cool. Can I just roll one for all the skeletons? Sure, but I don't think the skeletons can reach them. He's in a tree. They're... Two of my skeletons have crossbows. Oh, then please roll for the, the skellies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you moved my skelly. Oh, I'm sorry. I tried to move him down. Oh, you to shrink, where it would be. shrink my skelly? Yeah. Uh, light crossbows an eight. Oh, skilly. Are my zombies in sight? Like what in the woods, off in the distance? I believe so. I think because you've approached the town and you've been sitting and waiting, and uh, I think the zombies have been slowly catching up to you. They, yeah. They're in sight. I whirl around, snarl at the sky. Um, I'm gonna try out my spiritual weapon just just for funsies, because this guy made me mad by ambushing me. So that takes a year of my life, correct? Mm-hmm. To uh, draw this crossbow from my quiver, bone crossbow, like jam it into my thigh, like between plates of chainmail, sacrifice my life force, make a necrotic bolt and shoot it at this ranger. I don't think I get any bonuses. Um, he may have some kind of cover, but I feel like he's immobilized. Which he's immobilized in the tree. I don't think he gets any cover. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I feel like there's probably a, there would be a bonus for being behind a branch, but like you can't dodge out of the way because you're sitting on a branch. Mm-hmm. So I'll just roll a flat d twenty. Oh a my god. One. 
your crossbow. I think I bumble. I don't even. I think I don't even get it loaded. This is the first time I've tried to use a spiritual weapon. I think I stab myself and can't get it figured out. It's uh, terrifying. I and the, and the... I'm like struggling to get this like barbed bone bolt out of my chainmail. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and I guess the ranger gets another shot. Are there other rangers? You only see this one thus far. Okay. Um, um, I think my. Yeah, 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 go ahead. It will take go a shot first. with its bow. It gets a second attack at the end of the round because it's a uh, hunting bow. Oh, yeah. With a, just a six to hit you. So the arrow whistles over your ear, lands in the dirt somewhere nearby. Yeah. There's a soft curse coming from the ranger as he pulls another How arrow from his How far are we hit. from the village? From reinforcements? You're. Let's see, the forest is moderately thick, so you actually have to be kind of close to see the clearing. You're probably yeah, so like, like hundreds of yards, like two or three rounds. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, we are skeletons are finally getting to the scene, correct? Mm -hmm. Um. So I think the uh, melee skeletons just kind of gather not uselessly around the tree, and uh, <gasps> but my warriors will take a shot at I believe plus one. Mm -hmm. Maybe plus. It might be more than plus one. Uh, um, the warriors should roll a plus two, I believe. Yeah. Zombie Skeletal level three, warrior. missile is plus two. Oh, oh wait, that's not possible. Plus um, two to hit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's one. Miss and a crit. One of the skeleton strikes down. So that'll be a... Uh, do these do... D, do light crossbow bolts do D6 plus one as per usual, or have you changed that? They stay the same, yes. So it should be 2d6 plus 2 for your... Oh, no, 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 no. This is not your spiritual weapon. This is just regular crossbow bolts. I mean, it is. it has not been turned into a spiritual weapon, no. Unless I could have handed this and have, no. I didn't have time to do that. Yeah. Uh, eight uh, points of damage. Ooh, I think that might drop our ranger, which is more of a, a job than a class in this situation. Yeah. So the, the person with the bow drops from the tree falls to the earth below with a, a heavy thud. Pick that bow up, I say to the nearest skeleton, and the quiver. They do so. And uh, I'm whirling around, Mousefur's whirling around, uh, expecting more of an ambush, but it, I guess it was just the one. It was just the one. Some I like scout I inspect my wound to make down. sure I'm not poisoned. No, I'm it looks like a regular arrow. More. Yeah. yeah. It's tucked right uh, in between your chain links, just below your right breast. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, and I wait for the zombie. I think I yeah, will wait and let the zombies catch up. They mm. do so. And I think, let's see. This guy, he took eight damage. Is he still alive? Back, I like call my skeletons back as I jump from my horse. I don't know. I think once he fell from the tree, from the, tree the, the, the zombies and skeletons that were surrounding it probably just went to town on him before yeah. he could say anything. So he's definitely dead by now. When yeah. he hit the ground, he was still alive. I can turn him into a zombie here on the spot, though, right? I can just. You can just get access to his brain. Yeah, I got a hunting knife on my belt. I, yeah, I cut into his cut into his brain a uh, little drop of my blood from this fresh wound here and mm -hmm. uh, sack a year, right? And he rises to his feet 
chunks of flesh bitten out of him by the skeletons all over the place. But... And joins the undead horde. Mm-hmm. Um, and I uh, walk beside my horse, using it for cover. Mm-hmm. And I flank this village with my uh, undead uh, compadres. Um, so we'll pull a little further away from the village and sort of circle around it. Okay, there are all sorts uh, of trails that run through here. As yeah. you're walking, um, you hear... alert for other scouts, right? And Yeah, give me yeah. a perception check because someone is going to spot you and scream. Maybe we don't even need a perception check. Yeah. Um, uh, you might see them first, but I doubt it. They rolled really well on their perception. You gotta beat like a 29. Mm-hmm. Actually, Basic. there's more than 10 people in your party, right? For 31. Yeah, we get spotted, but I think we spot them as they spot us, or like they scream, and I immediately see where they're where they're from. Was it, this wasn't a scout in a tree? This was like a, a villager out in there. Mm-hmm. How many members of your party are there? There's uh, ten, right? Hordes, a pack, a pack. Uh, let's see. I've got I, round ten, to the uh, round. Ten, there's eleven plus a zombie parade. I guess there's only three zombies trailing up the rear. So 14, including yourself? Uh, yeah. Okay, so that would be... She gets a plus two to her spotting then, which brings her 29 to a 31. So you guys spot each other at the same time. Yeah. Where was she, though? Uh, She's gathering some plants, some herbs from the, you know, along the trail. And as Mm -hmm. you guys come around a heavily uh, bushed section... You look, look over to see her. She looks up to see you and sees the skeletons behind you and gives a shriek, drops mm-hmm. her bag, and begins to run towards town, yelling, Ah! The whole way. I think my uh, skeleton bowman let loose, right? Excellent. Without Take thinking shots. twice. Mm-hmm. That's probably, that's, I guess there'll be a back attack, huh? Yeah. 13, 13 is a hit. 12 is a hit. 12. Oh, God. The poor um, D8HP woman. She has covered because she falls prone. Oh, but it's a crit with the with a standard skeleton with the hunting bow. I don't think her corpse is uh, in, not salvageable. I mean, we'll raise her as a zombie, but uh, so I guess the same pattern. I like I Malsifer walks over to the to the woman. Mm-hmm. Skeletons advance, and I I'd like to know how many soldiers could be in those tents. Well, you're about to find I mean, out because the yeah. the sounds of her screams have reached the town. Yeah, we're and, and we're yeah we're the skeletons are unleashed and the bells begin to yeah. ring. And Do we have a map of this town, or are we just there's no map of the town. I have no idea we were coming here. We've got nothing okay. for us. We're How many theater mind okay. the whole thing? Yeah, it's gonna be beautiful. All right. Um, all right, so maybe we're doing initiatives. Yeah. Um, God, I don't know how we're gonna do this. This is a big. This is a bigger. This is a. I mean, it's a it's a whole village, right? That you're invading, and so I think we're gonna need a rough map, without too many details. So let's come over here, just to get uh, a big picture of what's happening. Yeah. Okay. So. Let's see. Uh, the town is roughly going to be this circle. You guys were initially approaching along the brown road I'm about to draw. That came this way. 
Uh, but you've since gone to circle around the town, and there's all sorts of trails that crisscross everything. So I'm imagining you guys were heading that way when you were spotted. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. And then we continue to flank, find, find this woman. Right. Are we, so we're somewhere up here? Yeah, somewhere up there. Mm-hmm. Um, excellent. Okay. Cool. So let's roll... Let's... I think it's probably... In this situation, it's probably better just to do you and all of your troops and them and all of their troops. Otherwise, it's... Yeah. Too okay. I, I was separating into skeleton... Well, zombies go at the end of the round. So right. I've got skeleton... Yeah, I've got my skeleton troops. I've got myself. Then I will grab some guards. Excellent. Uh, let's just get an initiative roll for Malsifer and Friends. The new show coming to Nickelodeon this week. Malsifer and Friends. You don't have any friends. You can make them yourself. All you need is a knife and a head. Um, how long will that spiritual bolt that it, that I made last? Um, one round per mm-hmm. uh, life force sacrificed. Oh, okay. So, so it was okay. Yeah, if you didn't, if it didn't get used, it fizzles. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Skeletons. Uh, should I roll them at the slowest weapon speed? If, so just some do of a them flat are... ten. I think with okay. mass combat of this scale, it's just going to be a little easier if we just have okay. everyone roll base. Okay. Uh, so then I'll actually drop this back down to a six again, and Malsifer should be a eight. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So I think Malsifer is uh, approaching the fallen woman, pulling mm-hmm. his horse. Um, skeletons are ready. Though. Oh, I guess guards come first. So how many guards charge out of the tents or are rushing out of the tents rather than rush or charge you just see them assembling out front you see oops three, four, five, six. you see six spear of soldiers emerging from the, the town from the tents gathering up in the front and following behind them and their knights is a oh, red robed spellcaster oh this isn't good not good at all. Yes. A um, wizard. Yes. And the the wizard seems to be on top of his shit because he's not just like sitting on a horse out in the open. He's standing like walking back and forth behind the the spears. So you can sort of see him, but he's got like covers of of other humans in front of him mm-hmm. to to block missile fire. Um and that is that is the guard's turn. They gather into formation. Um, the skeletons, I, how far out are these guards gathering? We said two to three rounds, so let's yeah. call it uh, 240 yards. Let's say 300 yards for rounding sake. It's two and there's and nothing out. living between me and them. Trees. <laughs> Lots of trees. Yeah, yeah, but no more unfortunate villagers. No. Um, now this let's... is a lot of enemies. 
Yeah. Um, I'm trying to look up the range of these bows. I mean, I think the skeletons are taking shots, but it's probably like super long range. Yes, that should be max range for short bows, I believe. Uh, two have light crossbows and one has a short bow. Let me take a look. Um, Crossbow, light, uh, 60, 120, 180 yards. So out okay. of range. Out of range. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Out of range okay. of all missile fire. Yeah, yeah. All right, so my skeletons assemble. The ranged weapons are like not drawn, readied to mm -hmm. anything that comes within range. Um, Malsifer approaches the fallen villager and mm -hmm. turns her into a zombie. So I like stab, I stick, you know, I kneel next to her corpse and like stab into the back of her skull with the hunting knife. Hmm. Yeah, chip stick away some finger. of the skull to get it all yeah, bloody. Maybe it takes a couple stabs to get it in there good. And, uh, you know, poke my finger ugh, into my arrow wound and splash my uh, own blood mm -hmm. into the brain. Raise back poor uh, Susie as a, as a zombie. I don't know how, how long does it, that takes like a minute, right? That's about I'm, a minute. I'm a level four necromancer. You got, I got it's, it's, it's a shoddy job. She's not the, you know, she's not built to last, but uh, yeah. she's about to get speared down by her own. Uh, oh, I guess. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I raised this frothing zombie and I, yeah. All right. Go for the one in red. <laughs> I like push her forward and uh, the zombie. Are you sending all your zombies in red? Um, at least this one and the rest I think are catching up at the end of the round and I will they're not smart enough to go for a particular person right I can't point them to the uh, uh yeah if you no uh, to I the think wizard, can I your I think your zombies cannot let's see hold on do tactics will attack the most available enemy yeah, so your mm -hmm. zombies, they just, if it's if it's an enemy, they attack it. They, they're not that controllable. Um, your simple AI creatures can focus uh, specific targets based on descriptions. So your, your skeleton warriors can focus the red guy. Everyone else kind of okay. has to just melee or missile, whatever. You know, I think I do actually have a battle map for us. Um, okay. Yeah, I have. Oh, this is perfect. I just need to find the. So, what are these? What is each of these spears armed with? Are they swordsmen, spearmen? Is it? It looks spear? like each spear has six spear, uh, six shields and spearmen, and two bowmen and one knight. Ooh, so each spear is nine people. Yes. Um, were they all armed and ready? Like they were waiting in their tents and just leap, leaping into action or were they surprised in their whatever? They showed their... up very quickly with weapons ready to yeah. go. So it looks like they, they must be, have been waiting for this. Yeah. Okay, this is gonna work. This is gonna work. I'm gonna bring you to a different map. This is actually gonna be like a map of the town proper. And you would be, I guess, on the very edge of this. 
Well, this is enormous. Probably out in one of the, we can set up in one of these fields, right? Yeah. Or they would set up in one of these fields up in. I think that's how it goes. Um, so I'm just going to put full spears oops, on the token layer. Um, map is maybe a little bit too zoomed out. Each of these squares should be 47 feet. That doesn't. Yeah, because four squares is 125 feet. Three squares is 125 feet, so each... Fuck, how much is 125 feet in yards? About 40 yards. Yeah, okay. Oof. I think we can put more than one per one unit per square. Uh, so I think the scale of this map is going to be a little bit wonky. Yeah, whatever. Let's just, let's just leave um, it so as it is for now, then. Yeah. All right, so where would I... I would be probably... Is this a you guys would be coming from over here. That like That's a, a, a mill. A windmill. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you guys are coming from that direction, and I think the soldiers are standing up in the field. So one, two, three, four... Hey, each of these squares is how many feet? Uh, 40 feet. So we're, like, off the map at, like, 200... Yeah, you are should be behind, off map to the Should side. they be behind uh, a row of buildings from us? Is that no, no, no? They're do? they're assembling in the field because they're looking for you. They they haven't actually spotted you yet, so they're okay. getting all their soldiers up where their commanders can see them and arranging then, appropriately. I mean, the way to get us on this map would be for us to like approach from up here at the distance we've been talking. Right? Okay, yeah, then I'll just we'll move them That's lower. Right, does the, or, or does having a row of houses in between not make sense from what you were imagining? Would and we be meeting on the edge of the woods? I think you're meeting on the edge of the woods, but we can make this work. We can just or, I mean, we, we can, can contextualize we can this we, as forest. We can count how many rounds until I appear on this edge, right? Yeah. 300 yards is 900 feet. I feel like this map is not to scale. <laughs> right? I think we are better with just like the pictograph thing. Yeah. Where are no, this they is to scale. This is this is actually to scale, yeah. So where would they be defending? Wouldn't they be like... Oh, is there a river or is it just like a creek off of the... No, ignore the creek. That's not part of the map. This is a, a map of confluence, a different town. So it's not exactly the map that we're looking for, but it will give us at least something to work with on this, the scale of the town and village. Theory uh, crafting. Confluence was teleported into the Dicing with Death universe. I mean, it's already there. It's in Eridon. It's an Eridonian yeah. town. So where am, where am I? Am I you on the are, other side? Yeah, you're up there. Okay. And we said 300 yards, which is 900 feet. So you're a little bit off the map. You know, you're maybe okay. twice the distance. Um, and you said there was a spellcaster. Yes. Let me get the caster. Um, are, so are there civilians in these buildings here? Uh, no, we're gonna we're gonna say that the purple line is the edge of the woods, or something. Because oh. you're coming like there's no buildings between you guys, so we're gonna have to do a little theater mind with the map. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is trees over here. Then this distance is maybe a little bit bigger, but whatever. It's close enough. Um. So, you've ordered your zombies into the fray. 
Is that what yeah, we're doing? Yeah, but they're never going to make it there in time. They move and move and raid six. Mm-hmm. I think the one that I just raised is going to just go charging into the spears. Right, this is the villager, yeah. Well, I mean, she was she had the lead. Right. And the rest of the zombies are coming sluggishly up behind. Um, I think I, you know, I order them to advance. They can move, what, 60 yards in a round, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If they move, it's 180 yep. feet. I mean, so like, the zombos. Um, and then skeletons advance with me as mm-hmm. I remount and move a little further towards. Um, I want to use the skeletons to bait out the arrow shots as I move myself within range to take a shot at the mage. Okay. So we can engage at... This is 330 feet. I'm going to move them back just a little bit so we can get a more appropriate range because I think this is actually bow range right here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Actually, they should be a little closer. And then this this will put them in range, I believe. Mm-hmm. Or at, at the appropriate scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 great. So once you cross to this set of squares, this is bow range right here. 300 feet is maximum, no, 450 is maximum range. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys have just entered long range for a bow. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, the bowman... I'm just going to put them in one block and have them make one attack roll against your skeletons or against your zombie who came oh, in first. Oh, I forgot this uh, freaking group spell, this group combat. Mm-hmm. I retreat immediately. Okay. <laughs> the, the bowmen um, will make, your shots. make yeah, a yeah. shot at the, the incoming zombie and the arrows just like rain yes. down around her. Maybe one or two like hitting her for negligible damage and just kind of peppering the area. How fast can a horse move? Moving rate 18, I believe. So you can go 180 yards, which is uh, 540 feet. Is that right? Pretty good. Yeah. So you can mm-hmm. you could close Me to them in a single round. myself of crossbow range. Like crossbow 60 is 180 feet. Get within 180 feet of this guy. So Malsifer is going to do a drive-by spiritual weapon shot with the crossbow. Skeletons. He will is behind advance, rows of fighters. Not... Remember, right? So he's not like in the open in an easily available spot. I, I think I called that out earlier. Okay. Like he's using his soldiers for cover. From okay. It looks like he's got one row of cover. How are, how are mm-hmm. you dealing with covering this? So he's getting. So he's got like a plus two to his AC. Is that what you're trying to say, or are you saying he's not accessible as a target? No, he'll have bonuses to his AC. Uh, let me just look. I think it's plus two to AC for one row. Mm-hmm. One row is 25%, two rows is 50%, three rows is 75%, I think is the way I've been ruling it. Okay. Well, we will uh, take one shot. Um, skeletons advance, take their own shots. Uh, I think the skeleton warriors can be directed at the at the mage as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so Malsifer can go a full 440. So I can do something like move to like, or not 440, you said two. 180 yards, right? 540 feet, yeah. 540 feet. So it's something like, I don't even know. That's probably too sharp of a, of a thing. But like, but 
Did you get to see the path, or did it just go I to where it finally path. ended up? Okay, yeah, so I, you know, drive within range, take the shot, and pull back. Skeletons, I think, only have enough movement to just advance and take longer range shots. So let's okay. do Malsifer's uh, Spiritual Weapon. Um, it's just going to be a straight D20, I think, and he'll have cover. Okay, give me a roll to hit. An eight. Not going to do it. We've got two skeletal warriors that I think are probably at maybe medium range. I don't know mm-hmm. how far they can walk, shoot. They are moving speed 12, so they can go 60 yards and shoot, or they can go 120 yards and just movement. Yeah, and I think they have their bolts loaded already, so they can just like mm-hmm. advance. You said 60, so they'll, yeah. I mean, they basically advanced there, which puts them maybe medium range with the crossbow. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's. Okay something around like 200-ish, maybe 180 feet. 60 yeah. yards, that's medium range. That's a minus two, I think. So I'll just roll a flat d20 for them as well. Also, and there's only one, and I guess they all get one. And realizing right. that uh, the battlefield we're in, I call, Mousefer calls the fall back as his, you know, his horse is steering the other direction. And all I right. think we're uh, rolling initiative for the following we will... round. Yes, sir. Uh, no modifiers on the initiatives. Oh, yikes. And for simplicity's sake, I'm just going to put all of the archers in one spear. They're, they should be broken up among the others, but that's too complicated to run. So, yeah. Oh, like not a wizard. The Speedy wizard. The spellcaster yeah. goes first. Ooh. Um. All right. The wizard will point a finger at you. And cast a. Ooh, what range are you actually? Hold on. Are you within magic missile? 250 feet? I think that's magic missile range. Uh, 60 yards plus 10 yards per level. Yes, you're within range. So he'll just point a finger at you and fire off magic missile. 60 yards is 180 feet. Right, so it's 60 yards plus 10 yards per level. And yeah, so he's is... a level. You're telling me he's a level 7 wizard. Definitely no? street. What? No, he's not. I don't know. I know we're, we're not totally Oh, yards per level. Yards, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's two, three, at least two wizard. It's not mm-hmm. that bad. I guess we'll see how many how many misses come streaking my direction. Four. Four. Oh God! Run, for, run for your lives. Wait. Death. Four. It starts with three, right? And then it's one every other level. Starts with one. Oh, okay, starts with one. There we go. I'm getting my fifth edition and second edition all mixed up. Uh, it is three missiles come at you then, not four. So he's at least fifth level. He's changing the. He's changing their stats to mid mid combat. <laughs> it's happening. All right. Um, uh, three? One. Yes. So one, two, dink, and dink, four, dink. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten damage. He blasts off my spirit armor. So right. I think each charge will take one magic missile, right? Okay, so each missile gets reduced by four, but yeah. three charges get knocked off. Yeah, so you take of them do max damage? or does One you, of them right? did five. So you take so one, take point, one of damage. point of health, but my spirit armor is obliterated. Uh, what is the... Can I see the wizard's face? Uh, surely we've got some kind of line of sight. Like, he's probably... Yeah. I mean, I've, Right, if he can cast spells on me and I can arc arrows at him. He is wearing uh, silver robes with trim, like a golden trim on them and a emblem 
They um, were just red a moment ago. What sorcery is this? I'm sorry. He's wearing red robes with blue trim and an emblem of House Grayson over his breast. Uh, he looks like the... A court wizard. Uh, huh? A court wizard yeah. of some sort. Yeah. Um, does, do I, can I see his face? Can I see his reaction when... Yeah, when his uh, missiles just vaporize a uh, shield of spirit. His eyes are narrow. He looks determined and maybe a little bit frustrated that you're not dead yet from this initial barrage. Yeah. What are the spears? Oh, is the one next to me the... I would not have ridden to that side if I knew those. Oh, I guess we're not, we don't care where the arches are. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, some for... yeah, they're spread out. I'm just marked one. I can, yeah. if it makes you feel better, we can do that. Mm-hmm. Although I guess if we're going to separate them, they should probably be behind the others. It doesn't really. It doesn't matter. We're yeah. trying to retreat this round unless yeah. you, uh, unless you have plans to uh, run nope. us down. Sue. The guards will take a shot. 1d20. Uh, at your zombie coming in, which is another miss as the arrows pepper the area around the zombie. And Melsifer rolls around. Um, the other guards stand fast. Yeah, 250 feet is... Um, blah, 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 crossbow light, 250 feet is medium range, right? 120 yards goes to 360 feet. Mm -hmm. I'm not, okay, I'm not gonna close. So I'll take a shot from medium range with minus two, I think. Um, and he's got the cover. One la one long shot on the uh, spiritual weapon. Go for it. Uh, Another year of your life. Oh, 11. Uh, he's probably got enough cover to deflect that. I don't think there's any way to... Mage armor will also cover. Oh, he's got mage armor. Yeah, yeah but he gets to see the horror of this uh, necrotic weapon yes. fizzling against his mage armor. Mm -hmm. Hits the ground um, at his feet. Yeah, I'm whirl my warhorse around, kicking the spurs, yeah, and fall back, I shout. as I So I bust a pull, what is it, 400 something feet on horseback. Mm -hmm skeletons i guess they take some meddlesome shots as they uh fall back um i think they're at medium range there's a crit i might take down some uh and a critical miss i love oh and i only roll one yeah, you miss rolled zomb one. my zombies trip as they try to retreat <laughs> the 20 is the the archers firing the 20 was the archers yeah so that's uh okay. i roll a d6 plus one per damage oh no 2d6 plus two because there's two archers so you oh, should plus, roll uh, for each crossbowman, you should roll 1d6 plus 1. For each archer, you should roll 1d6. So no, you that's have... A, that's a 20. That's a, is that a, or do we, do, we don't do crits, We though. are ignoring crits for mass combat. He's just an auto hit, whatever. Yeah, yeah. 2d6 plus 2 plus d6. It's 8 points of damage, so we take... those you one casualty, right? Yeah. It drops down. Mm -hmm. And then they fall back. There may be an opportunity for, like, a long-range round volley, or they can they charge. They hold their fire. The, the enemy holds their fire and holds their charge. Oh, back. Uh, bench, oh, there is a zombie that's still running at them. The, uh, the, did the she not hear your command to retreat? You tell me, how far did she get? when she, So she was commanded to to charge them, but I, I, but I guess she didn't make it. So she ran runs into the field and event, turns around and comes back. Yeah, <laughs> they'll get another volley at her at long range. 12 at long range uh, with back attack um, is going to be a hit. 
Oh, two for sure. back, minus five. Yeah, they will do. There's ten of them, so ten D. Oh God, there's six. not ten. There's oh, there's ten archers. There's ten archers. Yeah, two per spear, five spears, ten archers. They they'll bring her down with a flurry of arrows that just strike all over her back. She crumples and hits the ground. You've left them one token of your appearance before you disappear into the woods and they've and you're lost to them. Yeah. You can retreat. They do not pursue. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're clearly thinking this is a siege and this is going to be the moment. The bells, the church bells are still ringing, but you break into the woods. It is a siege, just I don't think in the in the terms of the timescales they're imagining. Mm -hmm. Um, I will raid their, uh, their woods. So I will leave, I will flee into the woods, but I'm, we're, we're going in search of their outlying villages. Well, this is is the the village. This is the outlying village. This is the nearest village has posted up, uh, with this mage. Yes. Well, it's not the mage from the mage is not from the village. Very clearly. It looks like someone has sent, a, a bunch of soldiers and a wizard should we, here. Should we blast back to the world map? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's, let's... Yep, fine. There we go. Okay, so this map... Can, maybe... Can we put the wizard uh, where he is, where he would be on the... Uh, on the map here? Uh, to indicate that village. Wizard with five spear. Okay, so he's the next nearest mm-hmm. one. How did my skull get moved out into the ocean? Oh, because I was drawing <laughs> things and I wanted to... Okay. I'll move your skull right back to where it was. Mm-hmm. There we go. All right. Okay. Um, so we will retreat from the village... Uh, that's the, so. Those are the next. Other than woodsmen, hunters, poachers, those are the these are the next nearest signs of civilization. Mm-hmm. Is there other villages in this region here? Yep. Each region that I've marked off contains a village and an estate. Interesting. All right. Um. So then, on our way back to Winter's Reach, we will retreat through. Actually, no. I think the answer is going to be to call the banners, right? I think we're marching back to Winter's Reach and we're going to raise our own dead. Mm. Do you have enough life left to do it? How many undead are you going to raise? We're gonna... I think this is the time to excavate the graveyard and turn all of those skeletons into a skeleton army. We're probably going to have to kill much of it, sacrifice much of our livestock. Mm-hmm. That's okay. You can uh, run out of livestock, and you'll just and get I new see, ones. And you can you can eat the meat from a ritual sacrifice, right? Do you want to eat the darkly tainted meat? meat? No one's uh, done it yet. No, I think we have, dude. You have. That's what Tomas has been butchering in the kitchen, isn't it? Or have mm. you been? Or has he been disposing of it? He's been turning it out into gross gross fertilizer i don't know what you've been doing with that i think there's probably a little how do you say there, there are a few basic instincts in humans one of them is disgust 
which yeah. helps keeping us from eating rotten things and keeping us from getting diseases. I think you feel a, a strong sense of disgust towards creatures that have been sacrificed for dark purposes. Yeah. And you I mean, don't know don't... why, right? Like, maybe it's fine, maybe it's not, but there's an innate, like, uncleanness sure. to it. Right, yeah, like, um, yeah. you are what you eat. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Right, have you, have you ever had, like, if, yeah, you can, like, if, you're, yeah, if pigs or bears get into, like, so I've heard stories, I've, n- I've never had bear meat from a salmon-eating bear, but I've heard that if you do, it, that, you know, that it tastes kind of fishy and, and off, maybe. Oh, really? Not in a, not in a, this is cursed flesh kind of way, but that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or like, I've, I heard someone was telling me about buying, uh, buying like meat, like a pork, like a buying pork from like an amateur pork farmer or something. And they, whatever they had been feeding the pork, it didn't taste good. Probably like, yeah. Yeah. Feeding it the wrong pig slop and it wound up tasting like a cheap pig slop. Amateur pig feeder is code for serial killer who has been feeding their people to to pigs. Uh, all right. Um, yep. Yeah, so I think that's the plan. I think that is. That, what, do, what do we? What do we think? What do we think? Chat. That seemed like a good plan. Dredge the graveyard and uh, unleash the uh, armies of damned. Mm-hmm. How many graves are there in Winter's Reach? So many. <laughs> Your people have been here for 130 years. Your population is, what did we say, 250? Right? If we say the population has been stable and the average person lives for 80 years, then 250... No, it's been 120 years. 120 years divided by 80 is 1.5 generations times 250 people is 375 bodies in your graveyard, about? Now, some of those are going to be children, because there's some infant mortality here. So let's say, I don't know, 75% of these bodies are recoverable. So you've got a max of 280 skeletons to raise. 280? How hard is it going to be to get 280 chickens? Not hard. Not hard at all. You should start investing in rabbits. They breed very quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, back to Winter's Reach, we, we go. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this mage is a problem that I just can't put off. Plus, who doesn't want a skeletal mage, right? Mm. Very scary. But I think if I just raise 250 skeletons and send them against five spears and a mage, we'll eventually just tear them to bits. I don't know. Eventually. I don't know. Right? And overrun this island with my army of the dead. Mm-hmm. Well... Is there any concern that you might not have time to raise 250 undead? Like, at a, if you have a perfectly efficient system that's one undead a minute, so that's only a couple of hours, but you have to dig up all the bodies first. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be the big time-consuming thing. And then organizing the skeletons and putting them in the proper form on your table, it's going to be a laborious <laughs> process. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
What about those images of necromancers just like, ah, and like the dead rise from their graves? It's not, mm-hmm. this is not like it was in the movies, Neil. Hmm. No. Well, depends on the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, Nelsford um, retreats all the way to Winter's Reach. Mm. Rides into the village, defeated. At the very least, I'm going to need to heal. Um, How many days will that take you to heal? Uh, I'm at eight. At, oh, it's a long time. I'm going to go. 12? Yeah, I need to. I'm going to go see Lilith. Oh, you have to go to 16, don't you? you got... Yeah. Well, yeah. with Lilith, you'll double your healing, so it'll only take four days to get back to full. Yeah. Um... The zombies are back on patrol. The skellies are with me. You do patrol zombies in the woods? Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. I think and we I th- need to... I, yeah, we're wrapping it up. Yeah, I think this is where yeah. we should end. And when next week comes around, I will have constructed, hopefully, a bunch of battle maps that we can then do you know, mass combat between your undead armies and the, the civilians that are trying to raise their own defenses yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I think someone in Winter's Reach is going to have to volunteer or uh, be nominated to be a uh, sacrifice. I guess it's probably most efficient to just sacrifice the young, right? For we'll your this, lifespan? We'll this in the interim. If you have any uh, thoughts, you can post in the Discord. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm at 25 out of 38. Right, oh, you're getting low, right? Or we raid the, or we raid the neighbors. Yeah, children would make the best. Are you? It, what about elven children? That would be. I mean, if you could get your hands on an elf, that's Ooh. that's like a hundred years right there. Oh, where where did the elves live? <laughs> Too how far. Much, how much does an elven slave cost? Too expensive. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. All right. Tuesday cool. chat. If you want to come help me build battle maps to fight for this thing, we're going to be doing it Tuesday afternoon America time, which I know is a vague thing because that spans four time zones, but just leave it be. It's fine. It's fine. He'll, he'll stream when he wakes up. Don't worry about it. <laughs> right. So Tuesday afternoon somewhere. Yeah, um, I don't think we level up. We're still definitely not. Deep, yeah, we're still deep into these uh, level four abilities. Mm-hmm. Plenty to play test mm-hmm. in our little uh, zombie sandbox here. Yes, way uh, way more evil than breeding kobolds. Oh, that was fun though. <laughs> I, I enjoyed Mama Be- Beatrix. Yeah, Mama, Mama Be. She was good. She was good. Elf Craigslist, find some sick elf who's been interested in giving his soul to you. (laughs) All right, well, we're going to wrap it up here and we're going to build some battle maps on Tuesday and then we'll do some mass combat. And that's going to. We should be good to go for a dicing with death uh, next Thursday. Next Thursday, great. And this Sunday is our Fro Fro recap. Yes, Uh, the uh, QA. Is Is there a word for that? Q&A. Q&A. Recap. Um, post-game chat. Dialogue. Post-game analysis. Spoilers. Interview. Is it a spoiler to say that it's over? Yeah. 
but fuck spoilers. Me. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, if you haven't heard that it's over already, you're behind the times. So, like, we plastered everywhere last week that last week's show was the last week's show. Yeah. 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 We'll talk about that on Sunday. Come by Sunday. Tune, All right. tune in. All right. Thanks for watching. Good night, everybody. See you all later.